Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. All right, guys, welcome back to another live episode of Poetic Charm. We have Brother KG. What up? What's going on? What's happening, good people? We have Miss Ariella. As always, how are you doing, Your Grace? I'm well. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And we have Brother Nasir, Mr. Esquire in the building. How you doing, sir? Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Kev, do you feel any better? Yeah, I'd feel much better. I wasn't going to say it, but since you asked. Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, so we'll... We'll square that away. We're brother Nas here, but uh, yeah, how you guys doing? Pretty good, man. I'm, I'm I'm all the way I'm all the way geared up, busy. Um, I like it that way. I'm focused and um, getting things done. And it seems like the busier I am, the more productive I am. So oh, I'm all the way up that. <laughs> and and it seems like y'all are getting busy in the garage gym. How's that going? Good. You, you gonna, when, you, when you're ready, you already know. Oh, we're oh, all right. <laughs> Is yeah. that uh, invite extend to Clodis as well? Of course. The more the merrier, gang, gang. True. Speaking of brother Nasir, what up, my bro? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> Hey, Marsha, how are you? Hey, Every time I see your name, I just hear it being said just like that. Pendergrass. I had to say it. It was like there's no alternative. You see it soon. <laughs> That's Marcia. a dope last name. Not going I on. like Marsha. She's cool. Yeah, amazing comments, as always. Shout out to Marsha. Shout out to Nasir. What up, dude? What's up, bro? I'm having some uh, connecting issues, but I'm here now. Okay, okay. All right, yeah. so we're just going to yeah. get right into the first topic, which is, let's say, alternative dating lifestyles. So dating more than one person, such as polygamy or polyamory. So I decided to warm things up with a clip or two, right? And... This is the first one. Let me just make this here. You say in your book, there is no history of the black man settling down with one woman right. and never desiring to have another before right. slavery, during slavery, or after slavery. That's the black the man truth. has never been recorded to have just 
one woman. Right. Well, I think there's some actual facts we can look at on that. Monogamy has failed for the white man in America. But this is like saying it's okay. It's not me saying it's okay. This is how they're living. I'm giving you the history of what their life is. Black men haven't been waiting on me to tell them it's all right to have more than one woman. Neither have white men. <laughs> you know, this is just what they do. Uh, I'm not talking about fornication and adultery. I'm not talking about one night stands and running around rampant with other women. That's not the kinds of when I say more than one woman relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean that before we came to America, our men had more than one wife and family. And we were satisfied with it because we had not met the monogamy idea. We had not met the American white woman who, you know, insists on certain kinds of values in her man. Uh, we had not uh, learned envy and jealousy. Mm. All right. After coming here, those kinds of ideas were bred into us because of society and uh, the mores that the Americans made up here. And so then we started to have problems with that. But uh, I think that since it is apparent that most of them, not all of them, it's certainly up to the man, do love more than one woman. Many, I got tons of mail. A lot of black men write and tell me that they have had two women for 5, 10, 15, and 20 years, and they can't even get the women to speak to each other. Sometimes they have two families, would I want two to, but shares, Would I want to talk to a woman who's sharing perhaps the bed and, and the, the money and the social life with, with who I would deem as my man? If you want to deal in reality and if you are not insecure and if you don't think that that robs you of something, you would want to know them. If he loves her, you certainly should want to know her. There are a lot of black women out there who say, Oh, I know they're mad about that idea. I understand, you know. <laughs> that and would that's never not hold easy. water. Wait a minute, that's not easy. And that's a frightening thought to most of it, most of us. And I don't like that. I'm not for that. I'm in agreement with everybody else. Our men ought to just have one woman. But that is not the reality. I'm trying to get us to deal with some reality for a change. Stop dealing with fantasy. Stop dealing with television. Stop dealing with imagination of how we wish things were. Let's deal with them how they are, what it is, present tense. So that was very interesting. Brother Nasir, what are your thoughts when you hear things like this? True to an extent. Um, being a one-woman man is a choice. It's not inevitable how she was making it sound somewhat. Um, I like to say this. My POV starts with, you have to know what season you're in as an individual. You also need to know what season your relationship is in as well. So depending upon where or what season the relationship is in, there will be certain opportunities for infidelity to occur, depending on where the season is, right? So if you're in a season of confusion, um, uncertainty, let's say the relationship might be stale. The relationship is in a stale season. There's gonna be room now in space and opportunity for infidelity, curiosities to kick in. When you're in that season, it's a very real season, it's going to happen. When you're in that season, you have to have the skill set in knowing how to make the right choice. Damage control is crucial. Try not to overindulge. I think you will indulge. You know what I mean? And if you do indulge, be wise. Weigh out the pros and the cons and allow that to kind of steer the choice. That's just an opening point of view. Word, I can dig that. And Miss Ariella, your thoughts? Um, 
So I would agree with uh, Nasir's first point that it is a choice. Um, I think, however, uh, it takes a certain type of uh, person, a man, to deal with more than one woman successfully, right? Um, at the same time. Um, I don't think that it's something that every man is capable of doing because as you have all said, we are complex, complicated creatures. So it takes a certain caliber of a man to have more than one woman at a time. Um, so I don't 100% disagree that it is uh, like a nature thing um, for men to have more than one wife or more than one woman. Um, but also like the woman said in the video, both, I think it's important for both women to, or how many ever women there are going to be, to know each other if they're signing up for that situation. Um, if they're not necessarily comfortable dealing with each other, but being comfortable knowing about each other so that there are the lines of communication are open is important. Absolutely. Wonderful perspective. And KG, what did you think? <clears throat> um. I really enjoyed this topic, to be honest. <laughs> um, so uh, just, you know, because we all pointed it out, and I say you made a good point, it's a choice. Um, but everything that we do in life is a choice, right? So you can choose to uh, be in a polygamous. You can choose to uh, be in a monogamous. You can choose to cheat. You can choose to be entangled or whatever, right? Um, Talk about it. <laughs> I mean, relationships like real quality relationships where people are open and honest and they can speak their heart and their soul and be heard without being judged. I think these type of conversations will come up. Um, the sister from the video made a good point about envy and jealousy. I think personally, um, to, to build on what Ariella said, is that it takes a certain type of man to deal with more than one woman. Work, dog. Should work overtime. Work, right? So, so with that said, um, you got to, you know. I think that uh, when you hear it, I think the first thing that people think right away, like the knee jerk reaction or thought, is that right away just you think of whatever they consider to be the fun, right? Oh, you just want to do that for sex. Um, everybody doesn't have the same capacity. When I say capacity, I mean like emotional understanding, growth and development, right? Leadership abilities, being able to shed light on darkness that you weren't able to understand. <clears throat> and with that said, um, this may sound a little biased. I think that in a lot of cases, um, <clears throat> how do I put this? Uh, for some people, let's do it this way. For some people, um, I think that it takes more than one person, right? Or it takes a very unique person to complete or fulfill or grow and develop, right? I think that um, if you're in a monogamous relationship, for example, and you go through a rough patch, like uh, Nasir said, right? Um, you go through a rough patch, rough patches are what they are and they are different depending on the relationship. Um, but I bring that up again to say that relationships should, like you said, evolve. So 
through that rough patch, you make it through with communication and honesty and openness or what have you, being able to forgive and understand that people are human, then you go to the next step and the next step and the next step. And my thing is that I bring up a lot is that sometimes we grow together and sometimes we grow apart. So um, like Will and Jada, for example, and not to make fun of it, but they decided to be life partners because what I imagine or what I picture and sorry to be long-winded, but what I imagine and what I picture is that they say, hey, God, like, I love you. We're soulmates. Um, but sometimes we're on very different trajectories. So sometimes I assume, right, um, I think it would be fair, is that anybody who understands that, hey, this person is their own person, that person is their own person, you don't control them, you don't regulate them, you disgust it. Some women like, uh, like, uh, like the host in the video said, they're just not with it, right? But at the same time, we understand that people are pre-programmed and they're going to think that they're thinking for themselves when in reality, they're thinking the way they were told to think. It takes a different type of person to step back and be able to process that type of situation. Now, polygamy also can go where there's more than one male, just like there can be more than one female, right? So that depends on the people and the individuals and the understanding and all of that stuff. So. I just wanted to, you know, kind of bring that up. I think that's a good point. Um, and I just want to add a little bit to what Kevin said, right? Um, I think, like, when you think about, when you talk about marriage, um, the institution of marriage and people being married forever, um, <clears throat> sometimes there isn't just that one person that can give you everything that you're looking for, everything that you need. But if you find someone, you're like, this is my soulmate. You know, I don't want to go through life without them, but they are not necessarily satisfying all my needs or checking off all the boxes and the things that I need. That's, I guess, maybe the time for you to have the conversation within your relationship. If it's comfortable there to say, look, maybe I'm not fitting all of your needs as well. Maybe we should try something different. I don't, see a problem with that. And that might not be a very popular opinion coming from a woman. Like many women may not feel this way or may not be vocal about it, but I think it's worth a conversation instead of stepping out on your partner, man or woman, right? Have a conversation say, look, I need this and this and this. Can you step up to the plate? If you can't, can we talk about some alternatives to our relationship? I don't want to break up and I definitely don't want to cheat, but I need this. That's fair. And Marsha asked a great question that kind of alludes to Miss Ariella's double standard, right? So then why is it that men are approved for multiple relationships and women are labeled as hoes, if that's all cool? If I, oh, go ahead, bro, you got, got it. it. Bro, you got it. So, all right, so busted. Um, I see it like this. Uh, there are double standards, right? But within those double standards are back to what we're talking about, pre-programmed notions and beliefs, right? So, yeah, all right. So it's okay for um, women to express jealousy and rage, right? But it's not okay for men to do it, even though we're all humans, right? I use that as an example. That may not be the best example, but it's still an example. So I will say that when they say, why is it that men are approved for multiple relationships? If you watch that video that just happened, one woman was, actually both women were saying, I don't agree with it, but it is what it is. Let's deal in reality. Not saying that, hey, it's okay for them, but not okay for us. So I think that when you make a statement like that, uh, Marsha, and I, you know, you're just asking a question, I get it. But 
it would imply that everybody thinks the same, right? So I think that everybody, four people on this panel, we didn't discuss this prior. They have their own opinions, right? Right. So there's always going to be anomalies. There's always going to be different perspectives and arguments and exceptions. But at the end of the day, when you're looking for growth and development, you're looking to evolve and grow as an individual and as a couple, then I don't think that you even consider like what's pre-approved and what's not pre-approved because you got to, you know, you got to treat it like a brand new situation so that you can grow together. Right. Yeah, it's unfortunate that the double standard exists. It's unfortunate that there's a stigma attached to women being hoes or hors d'oeuvres when they have multiple. Um, I think it should be, it should go both ways. You know, once upon a time in my life, I was, I own the title, oh, you know, technically speaking. And it, there's no gender to the term. There's no gender to the title. You know what I mean? We decide where the stigma goes and society just runs with it. But when you're a free thinker and, and, you, and you make choices and understand choices, you get beyond the stigmas and you live with your choice. You know what I mean? Once you understand, I did this deliberately. I need multiple. I want multiple. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're okay with your decision. It was a choice you made. And you can't judge an individual based upon your choice. You know, that's, sure. that's the beautiful thing of choice. You know what I mean? What I dislike, however, that question came from a victim standpoint, right? That uh, Marcia asked. And a lot of times, women are buying into the stigma when they feel as though they are hoes. And you feel as though it's not right. You know what I mean? You're playing victim now. Just own up to you. You slept with so-and-so last night and the other homie the night before. So be it. You know? Um, And I would like to add to what everybody said and touch on Marsha's question. I think that that mindset or that double standard comes from like a small-minded individual, possibly. And like Kev said, I think people, when they think of multiple partners sleeping with more than one part or being with more than one person, they think of it's all fun, right? They think it's just about sex. When that's, I think that's probably where the term whole came from, right? She may be talking to more than one guy, um, but it's not just about sex. Maybe she wasn't getting something from guy A that guy B is providing and guy C is just providing more on top of that. So she's not a hoe. She just has preferences of different people or she, you know, I think the I think the big takeaway is um like just so that we're clear, it's not necessarily that she's a hoe if being upfront about it. If you're being, if you're, I think like the hoe has a negative uh perspective on it because it implies cheating, it implies sneaky, it implies lying, it implies, you know, I mean a lot of negative things, right? Um, but if she's saying, hey, this is my choice, this is what I want to do, you have the choice to deal with that or not deal with that. I think you're talking about a preference. Now, people will always judge. You know what I mean? They shouldn't, but they do. It's just it's where we live at. This is what happens. So I think that um, when you make a decision to do, uh, excuse me, to uh, to have a polygamous relationship um, or to deal with somebody who they decide to be, dealing with more than one person. I think there's a separate term for that where like you're just dealing with one person, but your partner's dealing with more than one person. 
I, I don't know the term is, but I think there's a term for it. Um, and, <clears throat> and before we jump to the next topic, just to, you know, add a little more to it, I will, you know, state and say there is a more successful route being with one, right? Um, it's a lot easier. I think it's somewhat more effective. Um, and I do think that it's more successful. There's less hurt. So when I consider, you know, everything and, and, and I had to just choose which route to take, you know, I, I'm a big advocate for being a one woman man or um, a one man woman. You know what I mean? It just makes life easier. You know what I mean? So just putting that out there too, though. I think I think some people would disagree that it is easier. Um, again, I think, uh, and I'm sorry, I don't know if you were going to talk, Kevin, but I think some people would agree that it, if depending on how many people are in the relationship, if all different people bring something to the relationship that makes it whole, that could make it easier. Just yes, that. of course. Yeah. But again, like you said in the beginning, it's a choice. Yeah. I'm not. Need to figure out what works for them and what in which they operate the best in and do that. Don't try to fit into what society says. Um, you know, if society now shifts towards polyamory and polygamous relationships. Don't be like, all right, well, now I'm going to jump on the, that wagon. Um, right. If monogamy works for you, stay in that lane. Because, again, like I said, it takes a certain caliber of a man, but it also takes a certain caliber of woman to be in that type of relationship. You, More have, so. yeah. you have to be mature enough. You know, you have to be open-minded. You have to be a communicator. It's a lot. So, Ariella, where do you think the, the, the age starts for this understanding for a woman? For a man, I have, I have a number for us. I want to hear, <laughs> hear what's the number for, for women. Like, I that's think, complex. I think it, it depends, right? I think it depends uh -huh. on who you deal with as well, right? Who you're around, what your mindset is. You could be there in your late 20s or it could, okay. could be your mid 30s. You know, I think it's different for every woman. It really just depends on your growth um, and, your, you know, how, yeah, your mind, yeah, how you level up. Absolutely. And as everyone articulated and masterfully mad, the aspect of being a hoe, right, is something socially that can be created by both men and women. And when those aspects of jealousy and let's say uh, un immature emotions that aren't fully developed, maybe a person who doesn't have their own philosophy, obviously they're going to chastise and label as we see people do with things like cancel culture, right? People get in their feelings and they just react emotionally as opposed to logically. So for me, logically, it makes more sense. And this is something I learned from KG. You want to create your own relationship. It's, it should be customized, right? And as Nasir brought up with free thinking, is how you have balance. Because if you're living a life uh, prescribed by society for the vast majority, you aren't creating your own. And I'm a person who likes to think of things in fact and logic. So as I play this next, next clip, I think that'll articulate it a little bit better. Biologically, sex is designed for one main purpose, procreation. The female reproductive cycle comes around once a month. For a man, it's every day. For each sexual act, the woman's one egg is matched by the man's 120 million sperm cells. Now let's do some calculation. 120 million sperm cells a day, every day, as opposed to one egg a month, every month, means 
that it would take only 30 men to impregnate all the women in the world. This points to one clear fact. A man is, by nature, polygamous. Monogamy and fidelity are unnatural situations promulgated by religious beliefs and social pressures. It's a known fact that women, for the most part, are more emotional than men. But because a man is visual and logical in nature, for him, it's just a physical release that's got nothing to do with love. A man loves his woman by protecting and providing for her. Period. That's very interesting, and I would have to see the logic there. So I feel like in society, in accordance to that double standard, that double standard also might be there from biological urges. So like you said, Miss Ariella, not every woman is cut out to be in a polygamous relationship and, and sharing, right? It's just something that's very specific to an individual. Agreed. Yeah. And then we can get into the choices, right? Which yes. leads to infidelity. And I love this clip shared by Claude Diz. This was hilarious. I have to be honest. I don't, I mean, I'm, and, and with, with me, I, I don't, I, not, not. So, guys, my esteemed panel, when it comes to infidelity, what are the best ways you think a couple should handle it in a relationship? I would say first, privately. What was it, bro? Say it again. My aunt, I said my first my first thing is privately. Um, because I, I don't know if you guys have, but I can speak from even watching people go through something, right? So he does something or she does something and he or she forgives the other one, but the friends and the family, they like, nah. You know what I mean? And now you got people judging your relationships, and now y'all can't go to functions together because they don't get with that person because you decided to run your mouth about what you choose to deal with and not deal with. So I think that whether you're going to stay or not going to stay, deal with it or not, work it out or you don't, that's entirely up to the, the path that you guys agree on. Whatever you do, you should keep that between y'all two or however many people are in it based on the conversation. <laughs> Uh, agreed. It should not be shared with. I don't care who your closest people are, right? And it's a learning lesson. Um, I would say I've had to learn that before. You should not talk about, even if it is infidelity, if it's not infidelity, whatever it is, the whatever goes on in your relationship should stay between your relationship, you and your partner or partners. Because, yeah. like Kevin said, if you decide to stay in that relationship, then you done told all your business you're being judged, you know, whether or not they say anything to you. I think it's possible they are, if you tell more than one per, one of your friends, they could be talking to each other about it. Like, damn, she stayed with him or damn, he stayed with her and she did X, Y, you know, like nobody else needs to know. The village doesn't need to know your business. Yeah, privacy and transparency is crucial. Um, once it already transpired and it came out, you, you you know what I mean? You gotta now take the necessary steps to keep it tight knitted. You know what I mean? You think like you know, like if if you're talking like one to one in a relationship, somebody does something. Personally, in my opinion, like you think about it, if there's an act of infidelity, 
in a relationship is what's the what's the deciding factor? Personally, for me, I think about it. I'm like, well, it really depends on the details, not necessarily just the infidelity. Like, um, not that either one is like it's. Oh, I don't care. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, a lot of times we. A lot of times, like, I will focus on more or less, like, the why, the when. You know what I mean? Like, so if this happened, will it happen again? What was the issue? Why couldn't we have discussed it? You know what I mean? Rather than being like, oh, you did it, that's it, whatever happened, right? I know it's sometimes it's easier to have these conversations when you're not actually in the situation than when you're actually in the situation, which is why, which is why you have those conversations privately. Because those conversations are going to go up and down. First, you're mad, then you're okay. Then you're okay, then you're mad. And you forgive him, and you throw it in the face. It's a it's a roller coaster ride. Agreed. And I know, you know, we've all said the best way to go about it is privately. And sometimes when you're in that situation, um, speaking for women, right, we're more emotional creatures. We want advice. Like, we want to talk to somebody about it. Like, I don't know, what do I do? Oh, you know, we start to think like, oh, he doesn't love me because he cheated on me and you go down that rabbit hole. Um, but, you know, I think dealing with your own thoughts and feelings yourself first is more important than bringing it to other people. Um, also, some people don't have the experience that you may have in your relationship to even bounce, let's say, ideas off of or give you advice on that. Or maybe they've never dealt with something like this, you know, like so it, it, you're just better off just kind of keeping it to yourself. To the question that's here. Uh, is infidelity discovered or confessed? <clears throat> now, discovery, I will say, discovery is for women. They're not confessing that. <laughs> Facts. It's not happening. Wait, wait, so, wait. What are you saying? Women discover the infidelity? No, men will discover it <laughs> for their spouse. Got it. Now, women expect for men to confess it. Right, because women aren't great confessors, I think the man needs to discover this. Once it's discovered and you're having this dialogue with the woman, then she'll maybe confess to an extent. You know what I mean? Um, depending on maturity, as we said prior and experience as well. But nine times, the majority of the time, I think uh, how women move, you know, it's very calculated. Um, and it, it's very premeditated, right? So that's why I think that you're going to have to discover it in her mistakes for it to come out. And then you can have a real conversation and dialogue about, you know, the infidelity and why, as uh, Kev mentioned as well. I, think. I, would, I would say that the same would be for men, right? I don't think mm -hmm. men are confessing either. I think women are discovering that yeah. their man is has cheated and she will have uh -huh. to pull it out of him and he won't necessarily really confess that either, right? I think yeah. like you said, women hide it better, right? Yeah. Personal like I can't really personally speak on it, but like if I were to cheat and my boyfriend, husband, whatever were to say, Oh, you did X, I found out you did X, Y, and Z with so and so, like we like we're very calculated like i feel like we're not yeah. going to confess that we're not like 
no. cover unless we wanted to be found out. We're gonna cover our tracks and taking that to the grave again, unless you want it to be found right. out. That's that's my that's my opinion. I agree with that. That's that's what I mean. Like it's it's just not coming out for from I a think, woman's mouth. I think uh, men. I think I think it eats that men on the inside, and then they eventually end up partially confessing, but not one hundred percent to me. They may downplay it. In my yeah, experience, sure. that's what I what I've come across. Wonderful question by Arnaud. And yes, Marsha, they will deny. I mean, sometimes it's going to be like deny, deny, deny. That's that's the old moniker, right? However, at the end of the day, I think if you think about women and their ability to find out things, I mean, I think we all know the world's best uh, detective is Batman. But number two is definitely the entire female race, for sure. <laughs> The FBI needs to hire us for sure. I agree. I think the FBI should be run by women. We would get so much work done. And in the CIA as well. And we would probably cut the budget in half. I mean, come on. I'm, I, I'm sure really, most gosh. directors are, are women uh, in the CIA and FBI. <laughs> <laughs> All the leaders are women. Just like social service, right? period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can have all the evidence in the world against a dude, and he is not going to <clears throat> admit it. But as I also mentioned earlier, that once infidelity is present in a relationship, the relationship is already at a bad place, right? So in that, it takes two. In a lot of times, once we're in a relationship, kind of what we're doing now. Each individual likes to play victim and point the finger, right? Rather than just saying, here's where we are, and this is why this happened, right? It's not an excuse. You're not justifying your action. You're not trying to make it seem as if it's a justified choice, but it's a reality rather than playing victim. Again, that's the season that relationship was in. It was in a, a terrible season. Might have been winter. Like, you know what I mean? It was just storm yeah. upon storm. And um, if you're in that season, there, again, will be opportunity and room for error. You, you know what I mean? And both parties need to be able to deal with that, whether the man stepped out or the woman stepped out. It only happened because that's where the relationship was at. If everything was Gucci, we Gucci, we living. All right, so, so check, check this out, right? Um. You know, it's all, it's all, it's all fun the games when we think about it and we, we talk through it real quick, right? So, you know, we start out initially like polygamy, upfront honesty, and, and then like, you know, man and woman holes and, and you know, sneaky behind your back. And then we talk about dealing with it, not dealing with it. My thing is this, right? So we talked about confessing and discovery. So I posed the course, this question to, to you guys, right? So. Your your uh, your so cheats on you, significant other. Your so cheats on you, right? And then they tell you, like, listen, this just happened. Give you the whole story, the rundown. It stemmed from this, 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 and the third. Versus, your your homie put you on game. That such and such song. I knew you was gonna question it, so. Check out the video footage. My man had to dot it out of this and that, right? It's Jews. I see you, right? Now, those conversations, there's going to be a conversation for both, right? My point is, is that the conversation 
dictates whether the relationship exists or it doesn't, not the action, right? Because regardless, my opinion, regardless of what you say, like you'll make your mind up before you speak to that person. Oh, it's over. I'm not going to deal with this no more, right? Or you'd be like, well, I'm sure there was a reason, whatever people do, right? And then you deal with it. But then you find out some shit or they lie about some shit or you just can't like accept the story that they're telling you. You follow what I mean? Like, so my question to you guys is if you're in that situation, which one do you think is more reasonable to deal with? I would say I'm more mature to deal with a confession than a discovery. Right. And I think, again, every like you can't do that at any age finding out that kind of information a person can't confess to you and you be kind of calm about it and listen to the reasons why and uh if it's not 100% about you not internalize it um in ter- it, instead of <laughs> discovering i feel like that is more of a blow discovering uh, that it happened and then questioning if it's still happening and then kind of waiting to see what other things you can find out about what happened. So personally, in a mature state, the age that I am right now, how comfortable I am, I would rather someone tell me up front everything. And this is why. I kind of have a, a two-part answer to that. <clears throat> so part of it is is personal and then Part of it is just a broad understanding. Personally, because again, I bank on understanding where my relationship is. So I already know the possibility of that occurring, whether I'm gonna do it or she's gonna do it because I know where, where we're at right now, right? So if I discover it, it's not gonna be news. You know what I'm saying? Or if she confesses it, it's not going to be news, personally, because I'm 10 steps ahead. You know what I mean? So when it finally comes out, whether she told me or my homie told me, you know what I mean? I'm so in tune where my relationship is. I'm so in tune in what season I'm in. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I already, already considered everything. So that's just a personal. But on, on a broader aspect, if I had to pick one or the two, um, of course, a confession will be more effective rather than me having to hear it. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just a less uh, of a blow, like like Ariella said. It's not going to air you out. It'll be just a jab almost. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, that's fair. And for yeah. me, I think always confession would be best. I mean, that's communication. So hopefully that, that would happen, right? But then again, depending on where your relationship is, it may be at that point where it's only a discovery, right? Right, that too. So it's you know that that double-edged sword because again, it sucks anyway. So my follow-up question for this topic for everyone would be: Is it helpful for a relationship if the other party gets even? If they're allowed a, a hall pass, is that going to help? Absolutely I don't not. Agree. No, I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be a domino. It's gonna be tit for tat until everyone's tired. Yeah, I think you're taking ten steps back there. If you're like, all right, well, I cheated, so I'm gonna allow you to get back at me with a hall pass. Yeah, like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get my cheat back. <laughs> yeah. And then that person's gonna want another hall pass when they yeah. initiated the whole thing. 
So it's just a vicious uh, cycle that I would just stay far away. If you're trying to make it work anyway. You know what I mean? But if you just need an excuse to go and, you know, snipe a few things, then by all means, use it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will just add to the tail end of that that uh, confession um, is better than a discovery because the person is more willing to give all of the information rather than the you know the significant other who let's say found out or discovered is now trying to pull all the information and piece everything together. If someone's going to confess, they're ready. Right, to, right. You assume that they're ready to tell all, tell you everything rather than you yeah. finding out bits and pieces here and there, right? I found out. So you slept yeah. with so-and-so? Yeah, I did, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks later, like, oh, now I found out you got a drawer in her house. You know, like, stuff like that. Like, it's just better. The and, to add, and, to, and to add to that, discovery is usually when, when you've already overindulged. Yes. Mm. Right? Yep. Mm. Confession comes when you dabbled a little bit. And you know you're just I wanna I wanna cut it off, cut off, take off, take these L's early, right, right before it explodes. That's what a confession is. And they, they possibly people. feel bad. They possibly they feel, feel bad. bad. Of course. That, that, that's that's the square root of it. You know, you just really because you don't want to deal with the karma that's coming. Right? And and that's where you start to feel bad. Like, man, I'm going, the universe has to pay me back. All right, let me just call it quits while I'm ahead and just deal with the consequences and confess, you know what I mean? But discovery, you fully overindulge. The shit is out everywhere, like, you know what I mean? Either, either that or you know that if your significant other finds out, they're going to whoop your ass. So <laughs> let me go on ahead and tell him or her this happened. <laughs> no DV. Non-violent. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think the the most intriguing part about infidelity to me is the fact some people, and I would say an alarming amount, are going to be more upset at the person they cheated with than the actual person who cheated, their significant other, which always... I never, understood. I never understood that part. Say it, that again, it, Josh. It perplexes me. So, for example, so let's just say... A gentleman has an indiscretion with a lady and his significant other directs all of her anger at that lady as opposed to him. Okay. Why? Why does that happen? I I never understood that. And it happens for a gentleman as well. Like if the lady has an indiscretion, right? He's going to get mad at the dude as opposed to her. I'm like, she made the choice. She made the opportunity and space for that to happen, and all the other person had to do was show up. I mean, she chose. It's I just life. Yeah, I, I never I, understood that. Third parties are never to blame. You know, they're just an affiliate. So. Thank you. Because the third party could be anybody. It was gonna be somebody, right? Right. It's unfair to that to the third party. Right now, to be fair, if it's someone you know, that third party, a family member or friend or social network who knows the parameters and to me that's those are different those are different parameters altogether separate topic but i I will say this man this is um the game to put in your pocket for those who don't already know this um if you're in a situation and whether male or female um 
and somebody takes your, you know, you say, the, oh, the, their home record, they, they take your SO from you. They take them, right? They weren't yours, right? First, they're, they're never yours, right? They don't belong to you, right? Regardless of what your heart or your emotions tell you, they don't belong to you, right? But two, they did you a favor. And the sooner you realize that, the, the better you are at being accountable for how you have to heal from it or get right. through it. Yeah. Not like, what did I do wrong? What, what can I do to get better? Like, the, the second you think like that, you're going to have a whole lot of work to do because it's not on you, it's on them. And I feel like people look at the person that they're with that they either, they, that they control them, that they belong to them, and they have onus on their actions and responsibilities. Like, hey, you need to move this way because of me. Hold on. That's why I circle back to Whatever relationship you guys establish, the more you talk about how you feel, what you want, what you expect, clean and clear, the better off you are. People don't want to have those discussions. That's my opinion. I agree with that, man. I think a lot of times us as people, we give other people too much power, right? And then that's how you end up thinking you know, that way, you know, you've done surrendered all your, your dignity and you feel as though you need this person and, and you know what I mean? And without this person, you're nothing. Um, and, but unfortunately some people prey on that type of individual, yes. you know what I mean? And take advantage of that vulnerability. So you just got to figure out, are they a victim to their circumstances? Are they a victim to their mindset? And then the spouse is just, being manipulative and then you got to have empathy for that person so you know you just got to really figure out why what's happening and then you can say ah you're weak or you know there might be something people going on i think as well just to the other side to your coin i think absolutely and to add to everyone's point i think that obviously i'm gonna be i'm gonna take issue with my significant other I feel like everyone here is uh, in agreement with that, but it's also in terms of how men and women are seduced is completely different, right? Because they are, as men, right, we're visually enticed and how often are you in close proximity to immediate sex? Those are very specific parameters, right? As opposed to a lady who is gonna have to be wooed and you know, long-term seduced, even if it's, even if it's a day, there's going to have to be a lot of uh, logged hours together personally. So that when I think about that follow-up question, then I look at memes like this, and then I'm like, ladies, who are you getting mad at? Are you getting mad at your man if he does cheat on you? But let's look at the parameters. You come home from drinking with the fellas, and your girl's sister is laid up like this. Your girl is at work. You're going to hit or miss. And since we're on topic, let's just say he knocked it out of the park, obviously. Right. Because if you if you create these type of parameters, what other option would there be in my in my perspective? Because you're not doing this by accident. She isn't. No. No, but it, you know what I mean? This just goes back to what we've been saying um, all night and, and it's just choice. You know what I mean? In this moment, as I walk through the door, 
you know, the tequila got me woozy. And, you know, I turn around, I see this on the couch. I'm confused as hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, right. and I, honestly, I'm scared to death also. <laughs> so, you know, I immediately, there's no way I could take that down, man. Hell no, I'd be scared to death. I'm shook money, though. Right. I feel like set up. I'm taking no way. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Click, 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 click. No, no, you're not setting me up. wasn't me. Yeah. As soon as I saw her, I'm sober. Like, just seeing her like that, I, I immediately became sober. Like, what is going on? Right. That's when you open the door, you walk in, you open the door, you walk back out. Like, I don't know what that is. Uh, no. <laughs> Look out. But yeah, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, drinking out drinking with the fellas shouldn't make you fall into that just because it's there in front of your face. You should have more discipline uh than to jump on something like that. I mean that's fair, but but this is this is why I asked that follow-up question. If yeah, you're yeah. creating the space and opportunity, definitely you, know how, you see how men are getting all that emotional burden. There's no accountability for the lady. Well, no, yeah, it's it. definitely a setup. But again, I think the first line you came from drinking with the fellas. I think you drinking shouldn't have much to do with that whole setup there. Like you still know right from wrong, and unless you really wanted to. Now, if you do it, you really wanted to. I don't think the alcohol is make is doing that. But, but forget the alcohol, Josh. I I can't the recovery. You can't recover from that. So I mean, that's fair. Say, All you right. know what I mean? Let's let's say I wasn't drinking. You know what I mean? Because that's a great point that we have made. They just say this is just I'm fresh off work. I didn't even get to happy hour yet, right? And this she's on the couch like that, and I, there's no way because recovering from that is almost impossible. Yeah, I, I want to point something out, right? <laughs> I know it's like, oh, well, you know, the dude got set up and, you know, it's easy to bust a move. But think about this, fellas. Like, really think about this, right? You know how easy it is for a female if she just wanted to have sex with a dude? You know how easy that is? You know how many dudes your lady turns down on a very regular basis? Very regular basis. I would ever, I would say ever since, let's say, puberty, respectfully, it's probably at least 10 a day if she's attractive. Yo, when the dude is like, hey, how you doing? Good morning, beautiful. Like, it's always this penis is being offered to her on a very consistent, regular basis. Right? It's a buffet, right? It's a buffet. Now, for men, for men, certain type of men, it's also offered, right? For women, right? Women also offer. But we have to understand that if uh, a man of that caliber versus a woman of that caliber, it still doesn't compete. Women get way more offers just because of the double standard. So there's double standards that go all around, right? So generally, men are the pursuer, right? And that is what society deems as normal. So that's what typically happens, right? So, I mean, the thing about it that we're not mentioning that was circled back to the video is that we are just built differently, but we're right. expected to act the same. So the thing about that is that 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 women are from Venus and men are from Mars or however it goes, is that you cannot really understand 
the difference because you're different. Like you can try to empathize with it, but you don't know what it feels like. Now that does not remove the accountability from the man that's in the situation. That's not at all what I'm saying, right? It's, it's capacity and it's different. And when, in my opinion, I think that a man has to learn, has to develop how to be monogamous. And I think that a woman has to learn, has to develop how to be uh, promiscuous. Hmm. But what Josh was saying that it's more of, of, of male nature to take advantage of that situation. <laughs> and, and, and what you're saying that uh, for women, because we're drastically two different creatures, which we forget sometimes, because we're drastically different creatures, even though she's getting more dick thrown at her and she has to say no more, the creature they are, just because it's thrown, it's not a, it's not a go, right? That's where it's a, a long-term um, um, convincing, a, a long, it, it takes more than just it being thrown. It takes more than just the offer, right? It's, it's a long-term investment for them. I mean, obviously, depending on the woman, of course, right? Dep depending on depending on the, the woman in her in her, in her situation, yeah, and what she's became at this point. But if you just you know dumb it down completely, we're separate creatures, and women typically don't act how we act. You know what I mean to that extent. So would the ladies in the comments think this yeah. is true? There's nothing sexier than a man that faces temptation every day, but has the maturity to know that it isn't worth losing the woman he has. Yeah, man. So, <clears throat> I mean, just just for argument's sake, right? <laughs> just for argument's sake, I want to say that um, um, for a dude that can, a dude that has the ability that gets thrown at him often, and he's he's like, nah, this is who I'm, this is who I'm with, this is what it's about, right? Um, if I don't think that is necessarily about, I personally don't think that it's necessarily about the woman. It's about the man choosing not to be a certain type of way, right? Okay. So I think that um, if a woman is being a woman or if she's being a girl, if the dude decided that's not how he's going to move, it really has nothing to do with her. It has more so to do with him. And um, I think that when that's understood, I think that there can be a lot more appreciation in relationships and situationships. I just wanted to point that out because I just, the way that this is painted, I just. Yeah, man. Agreed. 100%. Yeah, you, you hit that on the nose. But, you know, that's what women like to do. They like to take all the credit, you know. <laughs> Sometimes it's just easier to give it to him, you know. Oh, but you're absolutely right. Depending on the guy and where he's at, the caliber he is, will determine the type of choices he makes. And a woman should know what they have or who they have, right? And what they're dealing with. So when X, Y, and Z happens, it kills me when a woman acts so surprised. You know what I mean? And then what's, what's the guy's first rebuttal? You knew me from, you know what I mean? That's one of our favorite lines. 
you do this. It, it, it's it's true though, unfortunately. Yo, have you ever have you ever had a man like one of your mans who's um you could tell like his chick that'd be like, bro, that man, right. <laughs> yeah, come on. He can't see it, right? He, he can't, can't see it. it. So yeah. when she do something, when she do something that you seem like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, I, I I can see that. Yeah, he's distraught, and you like, well, I don't even know how you don't see it. Right, I think the same thing. We're talking yeah. about discernment, and discernment doesn't have a gender. Right. You know what I mean? It's an individual thing. Right, you don't. Yeah, if if that's one thing that I am grateful for, is that I have the gift of discernment, at least and, when it comes to women. Well, but if you have a circle, right, to elaborate on that, well, the discernment is, is key and vital uh, for the individual to have. But let's say the individual lacks that attribute, right? Because I think it's a gift to have it to a certain level. Now, if this your man's, but that's what that's what you're supposed to do, right? And vice versa for women, if that's the BFF, and you know that that's the area she lacks in, you need to help her out or you need to help him out a little bit and say, hey, you know, this individual might be capable to do X, Y, and Z, right? And, and as friends, that's our, our, our duties to an extent. But is that considered meddling in somebody else's relationship? And do you feel like you could be, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but... Yeah, overstepping the boundaries, maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to also have deep discretion on where, where your friendship is. You, you just can't jump in. Um, you got to have the green light first to, to say that. I, I, I would hope you do. Right. Now, that's where I was coming from. Right. And to, and to uh, just touch on something that you said earlier, Nasir, um, you know, like when you're in a relationship for a long enough time with somebody, you know that person, you know when they're being different, when something is off. So yeah. if let's going back to the last topic, if a person confesses or you discover it, first of all, if you're discovering you had a feeling, right? You know something right. is off. You went looking and you found what you was looking for. If they confess, you can't, I don't believe that you can 100% say that, you know, you were blindsided by that. Like, you could be like, okay, well, if something did feel off, so I kind of felt like this might be. Um, mm -hmm. So going back to your point, Kev, like, if a person can't see that, then they don't, like, how are they living in their relationship? Like, how can they say that they're, right. I guess, happy and know their partner and know their relationship and that they're fulfilled if they're not in it, feeling everything, feel, going through the motions and feeling that they're something mm -hmm. off with their partner? Mm -hmm. so that comes with like maturity as well did Josh will you Smith to... stay loyal that's not what he said and he didn't get cheated on so right no <laughs> the internet loses for this one interesting he said clearly that he was not where he didn't even he didn't even like her the way he the way he kind of said it. Right. Like, I wouldn't even they, fight with you like that. Basically, they were they were uncertain they would you know be back together. Right. And he 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 definitely didn't stay loyal in that situation. He wasn't just doing her, and he was sitting around doing nothing. He said he was doing him too. Yeah. 
He well, he said he was like, "Well, I'm gonna get you back." She was like, "Ah, though, you got me back plenty." I mean, <laughs> so I think that that in itself says that hey, they got some stuff that they that ain't red table talk. That's that's you know that's at the Smith residence. You right. know what I mean? I don't I don't think that you know what I mean. Um, uh, the way the story is wrapped up, I and mean, you can take it and spin it, but. I don't think Will could walk away like, hey, I did everything right and she cheated on me. Like, I don't think that's what happened. I think they had a different type of situation that people, when they're in a real deep relationship, when they've been through some shit and they grow through it and they obstacles and trials and tribulations, when they get past that, you see situations like that Will and Jada thing, very different. It's experience that gives you a different lens, in my opinion. Agreed. As that question comes up and, and that um, meme comes up, right? Let's just talk about this entanglement for a hot second. Um, August. Is he, of, is, he, is he out of pocket? Is he out of line? He's out, he's out of the atmosphere at the moment. Yeah, yeah I think so. We've, I think we touched on it before, right? He there's a code to being in the gang and you broke the code, right? You let other people know about what was going on here. So you are 100% out of pocket. I don't care who asked you. I don't care what kind of interview you was doing. I don't care what you got going on, album coming out. That stays closed, locked down, and in the vault. Yeah. He, he's someone that, as I mentioned earlier, both of them, that entire situation is a clear example of an entanglement or two individuals overindulging. Moderation is key, right? And they allowed it to continue too far past the expiration date. You know, anybody that knows me and, and, and I'm key, everything has an expiration date, you know? And I go into the situation knowing the expiration date. It's like buying milk. <laughs> that's the first thing I'm looking for is the expiration date. So we're not even about to act like we don't know what time it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think maybe they picked the wrong individual. He wasn't mature enough for that. It's almost like Jada preyed on him, right? Like knowing that he had mental health issues or, you know, whatever, that he was super young and maybe it was something different. Who knows if there were other people before him? Right. There might have been. And they kept their mouth shut because they were mature enough to deal with it. The situation ended, like you said, the expiration date got here. And OK, cool. Like, move on. He couldn't handle it. Right. He right. fell madly, deeply in love, I guess, and wanted more. But cool. that's not what they were there for. Clearly. And that's why the song happened, because he felt played that she used this term entanglement. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? When she dumbed it down to that, I think he was just crushed. And this led to everything else. But that's how I know he got the lines blurred throughout. And, and But I also will say it's somewhat her fault. Whoever is in the lead has to lead effectively, right? And, and be considerate of that individual's feelings and considerate what can go wrong um, if I allow this to happen, what's the reaction to it? You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. somewhere along the way, she forgot that part. And also, you know, was just in love with getting a 
back blown out by the woman. <laughs> she got entangled. <laughs> she forgot the code and got entangled. Yeah, yeah. I forgot too. So I mean, mm -hmm. I we we talked about it to death, but plenty of fellas that ever find themselves in this situation where you're dealing with a chick that has somebody they got so already, like uh, you know, I'm gonna hold you. Like I've been in a spot before. Like just just know your role. You know what I mean? Everybody got a role to play. Play your role. Don't play his role. That's how you end up with, you know what I mean, big shoes and a red nose. <laughs> Don't do that. You know what you're there for? Play your role, be you. Don't forget why you came. That's it. That's all. Agreed. Absolutely. So since we're in the meme hour and we're unfortunately in a pandemic, I thought I would start things off with this. A little bit of a selective morality here. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I mean, like, come on. Like, y'all be fronting. Like, you ain't never been in this situation before. Get out of here. Right. It's drastically different. Bro. It's behind closed doors, Josh. <laughs> He's in an entanglement. <laughs> That's two different worlds, man. Right. Fair enough. And then this is probably my favorite of the day. Hey! Yo, Snoop was lit. <laughs> That's the best meme of the day, man. Right? That, that was on point because I damn near did the same thing. <laughs> 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 that, that's a special moment you know what I mean the, the, the energy of that relationship you, you guys are so compatible to be on the same wavelength like that and just to open your phone so for, the, so for the fellas is it because it's something that doesn't happen often and it's unexpected and or if it is something that happens often are you still excited to get those messages oh the news yeah. The go ahead, Josh. I mean, for me, those never get old, ever, 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 ever. Because at the end of the day, you see what's on. Let's see what's uh, what content is being presented on Instagram. Do those ever get old, or they get more and more and more and more likes, and those likes compound? So clearly, we can visually see factually that that's not the case. Number so one. She's got to keep it spicy, though. It can't be the same news every time. Exactly. So now you're doing all that filter stuff or changing outfits for your man as opposed to followers on IG. So that's what keeps it spicy. Right. I'm going to bit a bugger and say that is, in my opinion, you know, it's really not about the, the, the pictures. It's about the effort. I'm saying, like, as a man, like, we fuck with the effort and the energy because – when you're a leader, when you're in charge, when you're the one making the dates, when you're the one that has to think about where you want to eat at, knowing that she's going to pick it anyway, like all of these things that happen that we have to deal with, like knowing the energy that goes into having to pre-plan everything, just in case, just in case, that knowing that that energy is being reciprocated and you're not just being taken for granted so you don't have resentment later, shit is dope. Yeah. Send them to her. your clothes. Do it yeah. again. Right, <laughs> it's, it's behind the image is so much more than just the image, right? Yeah. When it comes 
without asking that element of surprise takes that sentiment to another level. You know what I mean? You just times it by, by 10 almost when she just gets it. You know what I mean? It's cute when I ask. Yeah. Right? It's different. Don't 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 think that that's like a thing though. Like like if we not if we like it's not like oh you so that for grown man like if we beefing and you send me a new like if we ain't cool now because you did that. <laughs> I delete that shit. Like so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just you just did a Megan Stallion and shot yourself in the foot with that. Yeah. <laughs> <Eesh>. <laughs> okay. So, All right. So note to the ladies in the comments: don't be shy with sending those news. Okay. Make sure you send so real, real quick, Chloe asked about um expiration date. Yeah. So I, I know that I know that that's Nas John. Um, I'm gonna let him comment, but just real quick, I just wanted to point out like there's there's a reason and a season for everything. You know what I mean? And when you are aware, when you know who you are, how you are, you know what you're looking for. You know when somebody's aligned with that. And you know when you're trying to get somebody in line with that, right? You know when you did too much. Like you said, you know when you overindulge. And I think that when you're really self-aware, when you can get yourself to a neutral place, it's easy for you to see. So what, what Brad was talking about is basically just knowing what he's looking for versus what he's looking at and how long I'm willing to do. I think yeah. everybody should do that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Josh. No, 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 no. That's your question. Go ahead, my bro. No, just to elaborate on it, 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 it's just all awareness. You know what I mean? And when you're fully aware, you're able to see everything, all the signs the universe is providing for, to you for this person or in, in that moment. And with that, you can make calculated decisions and everything you're doing is coming, is being precise. You're not just drifting in the wind. Everything's deliberate, everything uh, with purpose. And so when that's being done, there's an expiration date. Once that all stops, the universe will then tell you, you know, that 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 expired. You know, it's just full awareness. Absolutely, definitely agree with that. And to add to everyone's point about the, for the uh, new selfies, right, and whatnot, Think about this way, ladies, because how often do y'all get unrequested dick pics, right? And that should be that's something that should be completely avoided. But at the same time, it's also reality that men could also be getting unrequested nudes from someone else. So if someone else is providing something that they're not requesting for and they're not in a relationship with them, then it's I mean, regardless, it's going to have a, a massive spotlight on your significant other. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you this. I'm sorry, but if I'm not dealing with you, I'm not sending you my news. Point blank period. Like if we're not to get like if we're not in a relationship, I don't know who you're showing these to. I don't know where they're gonna go after. That is reserved. And I don't like ladies, I don't know what you do, right? I'm not judging, but I think you should reserve that for somebody that you're in a serious relationship with. Don't just be having your news floating around in other people's phones like that because in this day and age with social media, OnlyFans, all that kind of stuff, you don't know where those things are going to end up. So make sure that whoever you're sending those to, you trust that person, that they're going to keep it for themselves. And I would hope that... Send those news, man. Exactly. Like they don't know the angle of cutting out their face. Who who are we talking to here? Come on. 
Yeah, and then when he'd be like, I'm not sure if this is you, put your face in it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you can tell. No, if, you're being, if they're being honest on social media or on any other entity, either a dating app, you can tell you can tell it's them by their physique. <laughs> so I, I, I take another picture of that with a, with a bottle of mustard next to you. Stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I like where you came from with that. That's a valid POV uh, to have on nudes, right? I accept that. What I don't accept is when. We are dealing with each other, and you're still overly hesitant. What's that about? Thank you. And and women now, because sending news has this stigma now, right? It's like, oh no, I don't do that. <laughs> What's going on? I will say there are some women who are not one hundred comfortable with their bodies so to sit there and take pictures of not their face right when they can put makeup on and do their hair really nice to sit there and try to find the right angle for their body if they're not 100 comfortable you know it takes a certain comfort nice (laughs) (laughs) that one and two right it's not fair right and i got we have to take some accountability but sometimes you feel like if a person doesn't ask for it maybe they don't want it like maybe he was asking in the beginning and then he stopped thinking that okay she knows that i like this so maybe she'll make it like a regular routine but in her mind she may be like well he stopped asking so maybe he's not really into that anymore it's a cop out i get that too but i think you know also, you have to be comfortable taking those kinds of pictures. Yo, pro tip, fellas. Compliment her if you want to get some nudes. Make her feel like she looked like everything you ever wanted to see. Make her feel sexy. That's that. That's for interest. And that's Thank very good. There's just a demographic right now that I, I think is cap. I mentioned that yesterday. That. Women are anti-nudes because, simply because of this stigma that I'm less than or you think I'm, I'm easy, I can't do this. When there's real chemistry going on, there's real compliments going on, and but because they're so anti-nudes, none of that is getting through, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that caliber of woman is growing even more, you know what I mean? And it's like now they want to get paid. <laughs> only fans. Yeah, I could listen. What I said, I told Josh yesterday. I'm pretty sure over the years, if we were to put our phones together, we could have created that website. You know what I mean? And <laughs> someone, no one was paid for anything. But this has something to do with where society is and the sensitivity. And or the awareness for, for women that they want to take this stance right now and be like, we cancel the news. And I just think, women, come on. Yeah, I think if he's already seen you naked, ladies, why not? Right? He, on, if you've had sex, right, <laughs> multiple times, why not? Do something different. Like uh, I think Marsha says, spice it up. Um, he huh? finds you attractive. He's having sex with you. He likes your body. So send it away. That, if that's your man, that's my stance. If that's your man, not if you, you know, dealing with A, B, and C. 
Right. I don't think you should be having your news floating around A, B, and C. That's you no, can shake your head if you want to, but that's no, my I mean, a group text is still going to get positive <laughs> feedback. <laughs> right until you see his other dudes on the chat, you're like, wait, hold up. Yeah, only fans ruined the game, man. Everybody want to check. Everybody want to cash out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yo, what um the DMX on is it? What what these bitches want from a nigga? <laughs> yo, they want $40, That's what they want. They want forty dollars. Exactly. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. You better cash that, man. Need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's bad. Men act funny after the breakup. Like, I guess there's no telling what who's gonna do what with your nudes if they're bitter after a breakup, right? Like, you know somebody. Oh, first of all, first of all, it is whack. That shit's ass. Like, if if you're dealing with a dude that you think might act <laughs> funny after, then you already know. Thank you, Big Mike. That's big facts. Oh, I mean, if you're going to be honest, right? If we're going to be honest, ladies will be less inclined to send a nude if he isn't complimenting her already. So there's going to be space for that. It's just her decision to do it or not. He cracking it anyway. So, I mean, it is what it is. It'll make you feel better. It'll make him feel better. And now it's less uncomfortable. <laughs> What's even worse? Right with the anti-nude movement that's going on. <laughs> hey, what? That's a thing. That's a thing. Anti-nude is a thing. What this a time is, to be alive. This, this is weird. <laughs> if you're not zelling or cash app it, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad out here. <laughs> but, but here's the here's the worst part. Women, I think that don't even have pedigree to say no to sending nudes is in the movement. <laughs> How do you think you can say no? Like, come on, man. I don't understand what's going on, bro. <laughs> Post your toes. Hey, the, those toes photos, depending on you, might be more valuable than the actual nudes. You never know who's on there. Yo, he be running for office, don't he? That's a nice suit. I would vote for bruh. That's a nice suit. That's a nice suit, P. P for president or P for like governor? Uh, both. And he also sells real estate as well, so build your own kingdom. And he's pro only fans, ladies. So you know what I'm I actually think you got this from the the mission statement on the website. Personally, this how it's worded. It just makes sense. Um, hey, you can post your toes. This is very true. But <laughs> they're not getting paid. Anybody who posted everything else, but you wouldn't know until you subscribe. So and you then you can getting... unsubscribe just like that. But they got your money though already, right? That's fair, but you're not going to get it consistently month after month. I, for me, I would rather have that long term, you know. Yeah, income. I guess. But I mean, it's just like scammers, right? Like if every, I know it's kind of off topic, right? But anybody's ever gotten those phone calls where it's like, oh, we're the FBI or whoever it is, like you owe, or we're the IRS, you owe X amount of dollars, pay this money or else we're going to send a warrant to your house. Now, they're not going to scam everybody out of $100, but if they make, $500 in that day, that's $500 more than what they had. So the same thing with the OnlyFans. 
yeah, you subscribed because you thought it was going to be news and it was just told, so you unsubscribed. But how many other people subscribed and they got those people's money? Scam. Applejacks, he said. <laughs> There's levels to this shit. <laughs> right. I guess so. Haven't graduated yet. Levels to the shit. <laughs> Applejacks. That's when you know you grown, grown. Where's Bone? Wasting good food. Apple Jacks in the bathtub. Oh, mm -hmm. like, nah, I got an idea. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you got to do. Like, if, if you're in the, yo, you got to figure out a way to keep it alive, man. Both people. That, that effort that we were talking about that we love to see from women, I know the women love to see the effort and the energy from men. And I think that that's a good example. Yeah. Agreed. That's what makes it, you know, special, man, when it's being reciprocated from both parties. That's the, the best part right there. Absolutely. And I absolutely love this meme that actually coincides with what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so true. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Interesting. You gotta be in it to win it though, ladies. Agree. Don't send no regular nudes and don't send the same ones every day. Like if you're gonna make it a weekly thing, don't send the same nude every week. If you Just need someone to judge your nudes to see if you're gonna send them first, the link is in the bio. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm fucking around. No, I was gonna say something similar. Like they need a filter because I don't think it was created for everyone. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's just not. You know what I mean? You gotta be of that pedigree that that to be on there. But they, the platform is for everyone. And like you said, the locals trying to get paid, and it ain't happening, Captain. <laughs> I would say practice makes perfect when it comes to nudes. So if you don't feel comfortable, practice. And just like you do with your selfies, right? Practice until you find it's the right one for you, then he'll like it too. So practice, ladies. It's okay. Get comfortable with your body. Yeah. Find the right angles. To Ethan's point here, again, all of those other options that come with OnlyFans, no one knows that. You know, because the, the majority and the stigma attached to it, it's for news. And also, to be fair to, to Ethan's point, I would also say that usually you'll see what you'll be getting at on the uh, Only Nudes fan page by looking at your profile. So if your profile is lingerie photos and everything what else, then it's logical to suspect your OnlyFans is going to have a little bit more, right? However, to Pierre's point, if you have a a cooking page, you can you might be able to you know suspect there might be something with cooking, but perhaps also something with food that may not be suitable for Instagram. To be fair, to be fair, definitely. But we all know, you know what I mean. I'm not going to a steakhouse to order waffles. Thank you. You know what I mean. Like when I go to OnlyFans, this is what I want. <laughs> exactly. Is that simple? Speaking of, I wonder how true this is for everyone listening and those in the audience. 
There we go. Huh. Yeah, yo, these numbers be having a slant. They <laughs> <laughs> be, be having like a slant, though. Like it's embellished a lot, but I get it. They <laughs> <laughs> be skewed. It don't. You know what I mean? I actually right. think it's a higher percentage personally. I think it might be 98, 99. What? Absolutely. Don't think about it though. Like, I mean, like when you make a page, the first people that follow you is people that you, know, that you know. Or people that you used to know. Or yeah. significant other, right? Oh, you got an Instagram page? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if uh like you've said in previous podcasts because you are still fly with people that you've dealt with so i'm sure that that applies to other people like you know if you are cool with an ex you know or you're you it's been some time and they found you oh well, i'm gonna follow you sure okay whatever yeah interesting i don't think it's anything to be ashamed of that's it's kind of inevitable, you know. Like, like we got, like that's what we're saying, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, so everybody's happy. Do what makes you happy. Right. One day you're gonna die. Be happy. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you say ninety-three or above has an opportunity to take down someone they follow. How, how do we feel about that? Is that just as high or lower? Just as high. Yeah. No, no comment. Plead <laughs> <laughs> the fifth. Really? No comment. <laughs> this one is going to be very interesting. So I'm curious what. The gentleman and the lady and the ladies in the comments think about this video, the accuracy, let's say, because I feel like we've talked about a few times on Poetic Charm that sometimes women may not understand what they're attracted to all the time. Most women have convinced themselves that they either have to settle for this nice and boring or exciting dick. Do I settle for someone who's gonna be safe and a sure bet, or someone who's gonna be exciting and treat me badly? I put to you that there is a guy who exists right here. And this guy, this guy is the guy that every woman wants. Most men are accused of not knowing what women want, but the truth is I think most women don't know what women want. Here's what women want. A good man with an edge. That is someone that you could get addicted to sustainably. Miss Ariella, your thoughts? I think it's hard to find. I think a lot of women will say that um, a good man with an edge or, you know, not a man um, 
I forget what his uh, example was, but treats you badly, but it, whatever it was, I think you find more uh, you find more of that than you find a good man with an edge. It's very hard to find that, in my opinion. I don't think we don't know what we want. I think we settle a lot. It's my opinion. So I think that this meme kind of wraps us back to the beginning of the, the, like the first topic, right? So like you said, like when you when a woman does find that, um, typically the man knows what women want, right? He already is that naturally, right? And typically, if she realizes that he already knows that that's probably, you know what I mean, that's still water, you know what I mean? So that's when you start to get into uh, broadening your horizon and opening your mind and thinking for yourself. And that's when you start to consider things that you have to consider for yourself as an individual. Like we talked about polygamy. Um, if she finds somebody that she didn't know that type of person existed, but he's like, hey, I'm upfront, I'm honest. She's used to lies and games. He's like, yo, this is me, this is how I am, but this is also what I need and what I want. I'm honest, I'm upfront about it. This is what it is. And you know, you cool with that, you're not. And we can be friends or we cannot, but this is how it is. She, because she may be indecisive, if she sleeps with him, you can you can pretty much take that to the bank. I mean, she she may not stick with it. She may try it for the wrong reasons, but she she might try it. At least that's what I heard that, from a friend. That's what I heard. That hey, that guys, I got I gotta pull a Noriega move and drink champs and go <laughs> I don't I don't know if these things. I'm telling you what I heard. These are things that people like in conversations that I've heard from people and. It, Sounded like sound advice, so I figured it's probably better if I share it with everybody, you know. Um, you know, like each one teach one. Does this sound like reasonable uh advice? I, I think that mm -hmm. it's reasonable advice, but I just don't think that a lot of men are that open, honest, and upfront in the beginning. I think they try to gauge the woman and say, nah, she's not going to go for this. So I'm going to lie and tell her what I think maybe she wants to hear and then see if I can kind of ease parts of this in and try to get her to like me or, you know, dig me, feel me, whatever. And then I will let her know that side of me. Like, this is who I really am. Well, I think that's that you. Fine and that's how settle. Sorry, girl. You just dismiss my whole point. And my point, the reason why it works is because he is something refreshing. He is something that she hasn't encountered before. He is upfront and honest. And that is a part. And that is a part. <laughs> that is a part of the whole thing. That is a part of the whole mystique. That is a part of the whole package. And knowing that that is the case is a part of why those other opportunities being able to you know make them feel comfortable and safe and all of these things make them feel good about themselves and being open and honest teaching them things like i think that in those type of scenarios i think that anybody would anybody finding something that they didn't know was real or something that they imagine could be real would question um or test the waters of things that they haven't considered before Generally speaking, not you know, what I mean, it's not like all encompassing. This is just logic. Like it's not like there's no emotion involved in what I'm saying. And if you really look at it, like 
if you were to like do it by like numbers, it, it probably works. At least that's what I was told. I don't know. Does it sound reasonable? Definitely. I mean, to me, I feel like it's the elixir. Like you were, as you were alluding to, Kev. I mean, that automatically puts you head and shoulders about above everyone else. And as Miss Ariel alluded to, usually the casual guy is going to probably put himself in that category by not keeping it all the way a thousand. And as we all know, that energy is felt. So you can you can tell that someone's not being completely a thousand with you. So sure, we'll you know shake your hand and and see if your actions match you know match your handshake but usually they don't and i would say that that's a unicorn right i feel like as a woman we don't come across a lot of men like that keep it 100 from jump street and tell you like yo this is the kind of guy i am i may deal with one or two other chicks but i really like you you know if you're into me have a thing or like you know whatever it is like paint the picture tell me up front that it's what it is don't let me find out don't let me discover you know and then you took away my choice and now here i am entangled with you and i'm confused like well i really like you but now i found this out and had i know in the beginning i might not have gone down this path so yes you make sense Kev, but i don't think that that's always the case and now's your thoughts Unfortunately, the video froze for me. Oh. Yeah, I, was un I wasn't able to. All right, so. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay, G. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, when the video froze, he was just saying that women uh, generally want a, a good man with an edge, right? Um, so I said, it circles back to our initial conversation about uh, polygamy. I said, like, if a woman were to meet a, a dude that uh, that was a good man with an edge and he was into something that she wasn't into, she would consider it based on the premise that he is more than what she ever thought that she would find. That was it. It was a long and short of it. Okay. So would you agree with that? do I agree or disagree is the question? Yeah. Um. I think, yeah, a woman would want a man with an edge. If, if that's the uh, question. But also, but but then I also understand, and I'm big on the biblical term of being equally yoked. Right? If you don't possess these things, that's the edge. That's too much for you. Right. So you might not want some, a man that has the edge. So I understand both parts. The edge can be too much. You know, you know what I mean? So you just got to know all <laughs> you possess and who you are and what you are. And I think uh, I will put myself in that caliber. Like, you know, it is it, it scratches off a lot of certain women. You know what I mean? Just to be real. And vice versa, I'm sure the same thing with women with an edge. You know, like your options, you know, come down a lot depending on what you have, what you possess, whether it's occupation, um, uh, just you, you know what I mean, well-being, etc. So I see both sides. It could be a turn off. It could be a turn on. Agreed. Um, why would I assume that he's dealing with other women when I meet him? If he didn't tell me that, I shouldn't 
assume that. I'm not going to, right? I want you to be open, upfront, and honest with me. If that is what you're doing and those are your intentions, please tell me. Don't let me assume it because it's not right for me to assume that of you, that you're just out here talking to other women. But where is this coming from? I missed this whole thing. What? <laughs> That's from uh, Big Mike's question. Um, so to me, I feel like where Mike is coming from, if you're an attractive person and you were attracted to other another attractive person, attractive people are always going to have people after them. So that that's a reality. So I feel like you could tell by looking at someone being in their presence, whether you know they have multiple suitors on both sides. Yeah. Does that mean that they're pursuing them, though? Right. Dealing with them. Like just because you're attractive doesn't mean that you are uh, like entertaining everybody that is pursuing you right but that that's like we went to with infidelity it's the choice right and at this moment he might be choosing to pursue you but at the same time that's not stopping the pursuers when there's an edge involved i like to say there needs to be an understanding depending on who has the edge right so if you're without the edge you need to understand what you're dealing with when the other individual has this edge. And this is why we always hear doctors date doctors and lawyers date lawyers, because there's a level of understanding there, right? And that also goes to my point of being equally yoked. So I think it's very difficult when you start shopping around for an individual that has less than, how successful would that relationship be? It's gonna be a lot of work. I, I just, I just feel, you know. So if he has that edge, I think you just need to, you know, uh, be prepared for whatever comes your way. And if he's overly, he's very, very attractive. If you can't deal with that, you don't need a guy that's overly attractive, right? I seen a meme with Meek being uh, the meme, and it says, "This is how I like my men: medium ugly." <laughs> 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 You gotta know. You gotta know what's for you. Eesh. Oh man. You gotta know what's for you. Agree. All right, we are at that point for ladies' night Q and A. So this is where the ladies get to ask gentlemen on the panel and in the comments questions out of pure curiosity, right? Ladies, feel free to get into the live comments. I don't, I hope you don't think I'm like talking out of my like rear end. Not that you would mind. Ha! <laughs> 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 this is the first time I heard that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I would assume as well, personally, if you're with someone who's attractive. I, I feel like it would be delusional to think otherwise, personally, and incredibly naive. And as Nas was saying, it, you, you're not ready for that that heat. Don't. <laughs> I mean, it, it also circles back to discernment. It's like, all right, no, you don't want to have to assume. You should be able to be told and you should be able to be honest. But you should also not be putting yourself at a disadvantage of being taken advantage of, right? So you pay attention. Like, if somebody looks like, you know, you show up in a police uniform, like, I assumed you were a cop. I mean, you never said it, but I just assumed it. So the same thing, right? Like you look a certain way. I assumed you were that. You can either tell me differently or show me differently. But to not be like, well, I'm just going to assume it. Because
because of this, and then that's that. I don't know. It just doesn't, you know, I don't really think that's how we should go about things. But that's, how about I don't, that's not how I go about things. I'm not saying be naive, but again, to assume, right? Like people go through different things in their life. Just because you're attractive doesn't mean that you're pursuing other people. You could have been very busy. You have a lot of things going on. You're pursuing businesses. You just don't have time. But you were out one day. You saw this attractive woman. And, yo, like she caught my eye. I decided that I wanted to talk to her. I don't think that I'm going to assume like automatically like, oh, you talk to a lot of females, don't you? Because you're attracted. Like, I think that's kind of wrong. Hmm. I feel like that's painting kind of like a negative picture in a negative light. Even if a man says that to a woman, like, oh, you probably got a lot of dudes in your DMs. I, I, I would agree with that statement because I've always said that if a woman has done half of what I've done, right, or with the opposite sex, then something is that's just crazy. <laughs> There's no way I would assume because she's, you know, just as attractive, she made the same choices I made. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to women. They just move. They're different creatures. They don't do what men do. So overly so, attractive women don't do what very attractive men do. That that wasn't what I was saying. I'm saying, like, um, you need a... a Okay, overly, I don't know what overly attractive is, but let's say you meet an overly attractive woman, right? You see her, you guys have a conversation, you get a math, right? Would you assume that she is single and not dealing with anybody? Yeah. No, that's why you paused. You would, you would consider her, she talked to me, so we're talking. But her relationship status isn't the first thing you think of. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. We'll get to that, get to it. Not right. like she's. I know she's single because she gave me a number. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. I guess it depends on what you're looking for, no? Right? Like, if you were just like, she's attractive, so I'm going to get her phone. I'm going to try to get her phone number. And if I get it, cool. If you were like, well, I'm single and I, you may not have ever be in this situation, but, you know, if you're single and you're like, you know, I'm looking for somebody to settle down with. So you probably want to assume that she's not talking to anybody else. Or you don't want to assume that at all. So I get. I think it depends on what you're looking for, man or woman. What your assumptions are going to be up front. I think that circles back to our first video and dealing in reality versus dealing like you can't believe everything you think just because you want to believe it. You know what I mean? Like so, the facts are you got to look at things for what they are. And in a lot of cases, you could numbers wise, you're bad as fuck. You could very well be dealing with at least one person, right? So. I'm not going to assume that you're not, but I'm not going to assume that you are. That is a very reasonable thing. Like you, I don't know what you're doing. So I'm not going to assume anyone. We'll get to that point when we get to it. Rather than being like, well, you gave me a number. So automatically, if we're interacting like this, and that means that it's this, you don't know what people do. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, why put your, why sell yourself something that you don't know to be true? Find out for yourself. I mean, like, it's like, like, like we do our work, it's like, um, you know, trust, but verify. It's not that I don't trust you, it's just to make sure. That's it. Yeah, that's the motto of the CIA, right? Understood. So, gentlemen, we have our first question from Yana. What are ways men can feel emasculated by their woman? Ooh. Good question. 
a basket later. Yeah. I got a um I got a homegirl, right? She talk crazy to her. Talk crazy to her. Like when they be beefing, like she be like, suck my dick, you bitch ass nigga. You know like New York chick be like like wild aggressive like that. Per- yeah. <laughs> Did that just yeah. Yeah, suck my dick, you bitch ass nigga. Like, I, I'm like, yo, look, like, we, we fly. Like, me and her were friends, like, we're from the sandbox. I'm like, yo, don't you ever talk. We just friends. I'm like, don't ever talk. Like, yeah, I, you know what I mean? Like, as just, as just, you know what I mean? Like, so, personally, something like that. Now, although they're just words, you know what I'm saying? RP to 05, you tell me all the time, like, don't let somebody's words affect you know what I mean? Like like your mood or how you how you react. I mean, then they're in control of you. I get it. But um, you know, man from the bottoms, and a lot of times like, you just gotta watch what you say. So for me, I think that would be an example, just the 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 blatant disrespect, the disregard, like, you know, that's that would be one for me, like, oh, oh, you know, that type of time. Okay. Yeah, it's very disrespectful. Yeah, I don't do the disrespect. Uh also I would say um financial. I think that's a big one, and or leverage. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the leverage might be, is over. And it, and if she's the sole breadwinner, that's another one where that hits our ego a lot as well. If if you know you're not sure of yourself. Wait, so if I'm, are you saying like if she makes more money than you, is emasculated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would have disrespect at the top of the list. And I guess this would be a form of disrespect for me. Also micromanagement, right? So for whatever reason, some women feel the, I said, I guess the need to micromanage every aspect of their men's life. Not again, not all, but I would say a fair amount is think that they can treat them like their son but in reality, you're, you know, they're their spouse. Partner. Yeah. Equal. So the next question is to all of the men on the panel, and we'll extend this to the men in the comments as well. Have you ever considered a polyamorous relationship or would you? And absolutely, obviously it would have to be the right parameters. So for me, it would be with, you know, multiple women, obviously not with, guys because that's just not really my my flavor but you know to each his own yeah yeah you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I was just like yeah like yeah i mean um yeah i think that uh that is something that i would i would consider um because I believe I had the capacity for it. Um, so, yeah, that's something I would consider seems reasonable. Yeah, I would definitely. It's a lot of work. Far. I couldn't make it, you know, lifestyle, right? It'll be a one-off hobby mm. only because it's just it's too much work. You know what I mean? It would be a hobby every now and then, something that I indulge in. That's fair. You heard that? (laughs) I guess uh, a a fair blueprint would be Hugh Hefner and having it a part of his lifestyle type of thing. Yeah, that's crazy. 
it's definitely a lifestyle. No, I don't know. I don't know, how, like, I don't know how valuable any of those relationships would be, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you think like the ulterior motive and the, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if those I would consider relationships. I mean, yeah, you smacking it, but you don't. Know, I don't really how how much respect. Is given and received in that type of scenario, at least in my imagination, because I don't know what that's really about. That's fair. I guess all the main girls lived at the mansion with him, right? And he has been married, you know, a couple times, at least three or four times. So they they were actually were relationships. Guess we could assume that there is some respect there, right? Because Hugh has the power to put them on or you know, and make their career, so to speak, and or kill their career. You know, if I guess they didn't fall in line or do whatever it was they needed to do to be in that house. So I would think that there's some type of a respect factor there for him. And I'm sure he gives. I'm they give about him them. Huh? I'm talking about him for them. Like, oh, why? okay. How much he respects them. Yeah, like I do everything for you. You live in my house. I feed you. I take care of you. Like you're like a like a my kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Essentially, they can be as old as he is. <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like how much respect? Like yeah, what are you gonna are you gonna argue with? They gonna argue with us? No, right? you know what I'm saying. Like you where think- were you? What did you say? Marsha's <laughs> <laughs> question uh, in regards to the money. Yes, it's when it's used as leverage. That's when it's completely emasculating it in that form. Not that she makes just Not generally more money. Okay. You know what I mean? It's the fact that you're using that, again, as leverage uh, to flaunt, uh, et cetera. It becomes a negative thing because it's a positive and beautiful thing. But when you turn something positive into a negative, mm. we got a, a, it's a major issue. Yeah, that's like asserting dominance, right? So yeah. if if you're a lady and you're being incredibly dominant to your man and making him the the sub and every every dynamic that might be viewed as emasculating. Were you about to say, brother Kev? I was gonna say I think it's like I, I agree. Um that could be emasculating. I also feel like if if it was on the flip, like he makes more bread than her, he flexes on her, like that's whack too. Yeah, I mean, she's mm-hmm. you know, that's not stand up people shit. Not at all. Man, man, yeah, that's definitely fair. And we actually had a question from yeah, I saw that. Ariella, you didn't have any questions this week? No, I didn't do my homework. Sorry, had a busy week. We have a question oh. from Clodiz that was in our chat earlier. And KG felt a way about this, brother KG. What what are your thoughts? Is it emasculating when a woman plans majority of the time for dates, uh social gatherings and events, whatnot? All right, so bust right. Um, I got control issues, right? I'm a planner, like I'm used to being in charge. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, like uh, Nastia said, like ten steps ahead. So being aware of her mood, you know what I mean? Being aware of the time of month, being aware of 
the lat like her cycle or clock like when she she in the mood for this when's the last time we this when that like the, all of that shit like you just kind of do it and you without thinking like it just comes to you you know what I'm saying so when you make decisions when you make plans you consider so much so if I'm gonna have or not in a one off situation that's cool because again that shows effort but consistently having your lady playing your date like in my opinion it's like um. I think there has to like consider like why is she doing all the date planning? You know what I mean? Like I, I I'm an alpha male. Like I'm I'm used to being in charge and in control. So for me, it would be like uncomfortable. But if that were the case, it would have to be something like she had to be something like I have to really trust her judgment. I have to really like we got to really be patico. And it, it, like I just I don't see that as a like a like huh like. You're planning all of the dates? Nah, I ain't going to that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to go ice skating. I don't want to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't I can't really picture it. You know what I mean? I guess for me, like, I, I like to be in control of my environment as much as possible. So I don't like surprises. It just won't work for me. Nice. Sometimes, nice. I think sometimes that's the effort and the energy that we would we would thrive off of, but on a consistent basis, I can't rock. Yeah, I, I, I agree to an extent because I'm not a, um, not a control freak, right? But I think, and when you're in a relationship, you're dealing with a chick, we all have our fortes, right? And if I know that's where you excel, I'm gonna let you be great, right? And, and, and that's not somewhere I'm strong at, I'm going to take the back seat on that. But personally, that's where I excel. So <laughs> I, I, um, that's something that I, I take pride in. That's something that I do. That's something I ask, though. And I brought that to the table and was saying, well, here's what we're going to do. You do this, I do that. Right. And I've already proven I'm great at it. But I just think, I don't think you, it's emasculating, though. I just think that a conversation yeah. needs to be had. Yeah, it's not emasculating. I just it's not emasculating at all. You know what I'm saying? That's light. I don't think it's a control freak thing, but like you said, like when you're used to being the one to make those decisions, it's like to just like, oh well, you do it all the time now. Be like, ah, we going to where? Who who gonna who all gonna be there? Like, no, I don't really I don't want to do So is it an issue with the woman planning dates or just planning like life things in general, right? Because in my experience, I can't say that, you know, I've been in a, in situations where the man was always the planner for the dates that we've gone on. I know that, you know, men like to take control and when it comes to like, you know, things in the house or family events or things like that, they like to be in that kind of control. When it comes to dates and things that we're going to do, I would, I think women always plant the seed on uh, an outing, right? Oh, you know, I like this. I always wanted to go see this play or like Kevin's point, ice skating, you know, maybe he doesn't want to do it, but he heard her say it once. So because he remembered three months ago, she said she wanted to go ice skating or, you know, in the summertime she had said, you know, when it gets cold outside and, you know, Rockefeller Center is, is open and the Christmas tree's lit, I'd like to go ice skating. He's like, I remember you said you wanted to go ice skating. Let me take you to the city. That 
would you say that that was your idea or would it just be a seed that was planted um, in your mind that you kind of ran with it because you remembered it? Inception. I think that ideas are a separate conversation. What I was talking about was actually the planning part of it. I think ideas can be shared, you know, mutually. I'm about ideas and suggestions about what to do. Um, but when, you know, like how and the details of the day or the date or the time and where and all of that stuff, like, because I feel like, you know, as a man, you're solely responsible for her protection and her safety. So usually if I'm going to go someplace that I feel like it might be a little dicey that I'm going to take her to, low key, like I go there first by myself. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure everything is everything so that when I do go, we're going to boom, 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 and it's in order. I think that that type of energy is recognized and it's appreciated. I think it takes a while to realize how much effort goes into that. But um, to, your question, to your question, like, I don't think ideas have to be, you know, by one individual. I think that should be shared because both people should be able to enjoy themselves. Yeah, which is why, again, I just don't think that it's emasculating uh, because I, I love to have that conversation and share ideas. Like, you know what I mean? So we can sit down and, and talk ideas all day. I'm a cosmopolitan, so I love to go out. I'm a foodie. I need events. You know what I'm saying? And, and if that's what you're dealing with, there's no way it should be emasculating. Like, so it just depends on the individual and, and, and what you guys got going on in that relationship. Absolutely. And... I, I would have to agree. I mean, it, it really depends because to KG's original point, if it's things that I wouldn't be interested in, right, and you're just kind of uh, commandeering my free time, obviously I'm going to have an issue with that. Because when guys are planning dates, they have the woman specifically in mind to KG's point, to Nas's point, right? But if we're only doing things that you want to do, then again, I put that in the, uh, the micromanaging category. So that's just simply unacceptable. So if I don't feel like enthusiastic, hell yes, the same way that girls would be for amazing dates, then nah, then you're commandeering my free time. And I have always had better things to do. <laughs> well, I think I think that's selfish, right? For ladies to plan a date specifically just around things they want to do. I think it's important to get to know, you know, if you're just in the dating stage, in the beginning stage, it's important to get to know what he likes. Um, and come up with plans to do things that you both like. And if you can't find something, then maybe you guys are not compatible, right? If you can't find a, a, a plan, a date that you both are going to enjoy and it's one-sided, you might not be compatible. Um, so, yeah. What else we got? Talk to it. Absolutely. Ladies, what you got? If we have some other questions from Clodis. Ooh. Uh, speaking to the point of being emasculated, do men see being a mama's boy as a form of emasculation, if that makes sense? Hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. you agree. By default, I feel like it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> being a mama's boy is emasculating right if, because essentially you're allowing your mother to emasculate you so when some women see that they'll see it as an opportunity oh i can fulfill this role 
Step aside there, Mama Bear. I got this covered. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the mom doesn't want to let go of the reins. I, a lot of women um, despise that. Mm. Yes. You know what I mean? That relationship is so dynamic where it almost seems like the man never claimed his independence. You know mm. what I mean? It's like, what's going on here? Who are you? Right. You know, so, Yes. You yeah. gotta cut that off. It can almost feel like the yeah. mom is the girlfriend or the wife, right? Yeah. Depending on what yeah. stage of your relationship you're in. It's like, you know, who are you really with? Are you with me or are you with your mom? Like, And it's almost a telltale that, you know what I mean? What's going on with you? That, oh, I'm going to come in here once mm -hmm. I have that dynamic is over for this guy. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? So they could use that as leverage. And then once they have that leverage, you purely emasculate. <laughs> it's inevitable at that point because you know what I'm saying. You put her in a position of mom, and that fulfillment is it filled a void that's so deep. It's going to lead to emasculation. Good question. Thank you. That was dope. Absolutely, and we have um. Did you have another question, Josh? Area, let him go. Fire him off. Uh, have have the men ever held out on sex to teach your lady a lesson? If so, did it work? Yeah, it works. <laughs> so yeah. yes, yes, you've done it, and yes, it works. Yeah, but that's not something you want to do regularly. So you know, I think a lot of times, like you know, sometimes words can be misconstrued. Have I done that before? Yes, when it was appropriate for the scenario. Not like, oh, you didn't, I don't know, fucking, you didn't make me breakfast, so you're not getting thick. Like, nah, but if it was appropriate for the scenario, if it was tied to, like, it have to be something related to that arena, so to speak. <clears throat> yeah, I need more, more context on that question because... I'm just not really understanding how to answer it. <laughs> There's it, so much to that. You know what I mean? Well, I'm interested to know what context would uh, warrant sex being withheld from your partner? Oh, from your partner. That's, that's a different question. That, that wasn't the original question. I'm sorry, that, was that wasn't clear. So <laughs> I don't mean just like women in general. I mean like your partner. I said you teach them a lesson. I don't know what other people you're going to be trying to teach a lesson to, but have you withheld sex from your partner to try and teach them a lesson? Okay. From your partner? Nah. So... I love makeup sex. <laughs> so I'm not withholding, you know what I'm saying? The dynamic to that is just, it's beautiful. It's so intense, you know what I mean? And you can't replicate that any other time unless there's drama going on and there's a reason for it to be a makeup. So that dynamic, I adore. So I'm not saying no, you know, but if it's general, yeah, I've denied. You just, nah, like you just you just can't get this pickle. Like you're not here. <laughs> so, so all right, let me let me give you guys a quick scenario, right? So 
any relationship effort should be mutual. We all agree, right? So let's say, let's paint a picture where it's late. <clears throat> you sleepy right. as fuck, but she wants them. So you have sex, right? And then in the future, in the short future, it's late. She's sleepy. You want something? She tell you no. Next time she tap you on your shoulder, nah, man, kick bricks, man. When I was trying to, nah, nah, nah. So now we understand that we have to be, this has to be a give and a take. <clears throat> in my opinion, that's something that will say now we won't have to go through that again. That's a lesson that we both understand. If you need me, I'm there for you. If I need you, you're there for me. So sometimes you have to use <clears throat> whatever you have to use in order to get your point across. That's why I mean in that situation when it's appropriate, yeah, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. But now you want it. So now you understand how I feel. So moving forward, we won't have to deal with this again. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Absolutely. And just to, to tag on there, I would say I definitely have. But it. I guess it would also be said that for whatever reason, some women have the, the fallacy that they're simply irresistible. But at the end of the day, if you're in at the mental state, where you can be in a committed relationship, right? Mentally and emotionally. At the end of the day, the only thing that makes a beautiful woman less attractive is her personality and her behavior. So if your personality and behavior is turning me off sexually, that's that's a massive issue in the relationship. It can, especially in those situations where girls are rarely, uh, let's say denied in those specific situations of being in the mood. Yeah, I've denied randoms a, right. a, a ton. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what separates each guy, you know, from another guy as to what they would take down or not. You know what I mean? That's our separation. But my partner, that's a dumb question. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Claudiz had a question. How many women are men entertaining at a time usually? I'm going to start with this one <laughs> because I've gotten in a lot of trouble with this <laughs> word entertainment. Right? So I'm a very outgoing person, very charismatic, and my rebuttal was always, that's just entertaining, right? It doesn't, it has no value. It, it doesn't lead to anything. That's just what I do. You know, I'm a people's person. You know what I mean? I'm big on people in conversation and dialogue, et cetera. So um, I think it could get in the way from my experience. And it's usually a lot. But the women needs to understand the caliber of man they're dealing with. Is it dangerous? Is it harmful or not? You know, depending upon the guy. Does it, is it a threat to your relationship, his, his entertaining to other women? Um, and if it is, then you got to debt it. But for me personally, no, that's just what I do. Uh, um. I feel a little bit different at this point in my life. Like keeping it a bug, man. I'm just, I'm just too, I'm just too fucking busy, man. Like I don't have time for that shit. Like I really like, nah. So I, I nah, none. I, I'm, I'm on my, I'm on my mission. So 
Hold on. As a trainer? As a trainer? <laughs> All right, so let, let's let's circle back to this because this, this happens a lot. I don't know why this is the thing, right? So let's be clear. <laughs> you can you can be a very effective trainer without having to entertain and flirt and cross the lines and blur the lines. Like honestly, I don't do that. I purposely don't do that. I make it very clear and I want whoever I'm training, any female I'm training to be very, very comfortable. I do not blur the lines because it's gonna fuck with my bottom line. Yeah. I'm here for that, bro. Like, cause then it gets messy. And when you give a, if you give a little bit, they take more, and then it turns into something that now you gotta manage it. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to work out. Here's your, here's your plan. I do call. I do text. I do hit your DM to remind you of the goals that you set. Like, have a good day. Think positive. Not like have a good day. I mean, I was thinking like, nah. I'm busy. I don't got time for this. I ain't doing this shit. So yes, so so you're anti-entertainment. I didn't yeah. say that either. <laughs> what I said yeah, was right. in regards to hold on, in regards to my business training, I'm anti-entertainment. Yeah, you don't have do business for pleasure. Okay, yeah. Clearly. But you also you said before that, that you didn't have time for entertaining. Right, but being anti-entertainment means that even if I had time for it, I wouldn't do it. Okay, so you're not that. I'm because not that. I'm busy. So I'm busy. Why co-ax that? Or I'm not sure exactly who it was. They use this entertainment term as this drastic negative thing. Yeah, it's well. It was I like was gonna say, like, what does entertainment mean? Does entertainment mean like flirting? I guess a, it would have to be I'm entertaining. Would be defined. Yeah, I'm a flirt. I mean, like, it's not like like I talk to in public. I may have a conversation with a woman. I'm not, I don't want your fucking phone number. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I hold the door, I hold the door. Like, oh, that's just such yeah, nice day. Da, da, da. Like, you know, I'm I like to you know I'm a flirt. I talk. I I have conversations. But that's it. Like I'm not going away with you. I and don't want you. Nah, I'm not. Nah, and, nah, nah. And, and and if I feel like you're flirting with me too much, and you want me to train you, I won't do it because I'm not signing up for that either. That's gonna fuck with my bottom line. So that's why I said for me at this point, I'm in a different situation. Now, that doesn't speak for men generally. I feel like the question was set up. How many guys do men talk to me? Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. He's just set up from the jump. <laughs> Come on. Entertainment is just entertainment. And, and, and that's what, what is that? What is talking on the phone, going out like for a happy hour? So I think inter- uh, ladies are using entertaining as possibly courting. But it's, it's also one of those is one of those entanglement words that is in the gray zone with zero accountability. But you see how men need that definition. That's the of it. Right. That's the that's the difference. I didn't ask the question. I just was saying that what do you mean by entertainment? Bro, hey bro, you said you said you gotta be always ten steps ahead. I heard entertainment. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, don't do none of that. <laughs> I, I take entertainment exactly for, for what it is. Entertainment. You, you know what I mean? Right. You can't add to it. There's no need to take away from it. 
Just leave it as that. There's no harm, no foul, right? But I think women today, in today's society, the term entertainment means a lot more than what it should. Yeah. And I don't, I, I'm i not a dude, but I would say, like, generally, how can you answer that generally? How many women is a man entertaining generally? What is I guess that? it depends on his where he is in his life. Yeah. And what he wants to do, what he's looking for. Right. And I, I do agree. I think it does depend what caliber man you're dealing with, as Nas has alluded to, right? So as Steven said, a regular do, regular degular, <laughs> popping, you know, five to ten. If you IG famous, ten to fifteen, future Drake, twenty and up. I would I would respectfully say fifty and up if we're really? being transparent. Yeah. Interesting, but I think it's, it's the woman's job to understand her man. Mm. We don't need to keep going over this, <laughs> it shouldn't be a weekly conversation. Thank you, Nas. It's, you know what I mean? It's not that, and that's what's happening, unfortunately, because they're falling into this societal way of thinking what entertainment is or isn't. No, what's entertainment for your relationship, right? What's the boundaries of entertainment for your man or your woman? If he crosses the boundaries y'all set, not you, but y'all set together as a unit, then he's in the wrong, right? But you're not putting on some majority rule or trendy term for entertainment in my relationship and think that's what we're doing. Negative, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very, very icy. Agreed. Definitely got to have those parameters because, ladies, as we know, you can be not flirting, but essentially, uh, as Mike says, uh, flaunting your wiles, right, for free things all the time and it not mean anything. So, as KG is talking about, and I'm literally the same way, probably because we're Aquarians, right? Even though we're in Leo season, Miss Ariella, I'm curious what Nas's sign is. But flirt, if flirting is part of your personality, it's it's a, it's a muscle, it's a habit. It's just like breathing. It doesn't literally doesn't mean anything, right? I'm an Aries, rather. Ah, got that fire. Okay. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bags. <laughs> to be um uh, sure sometimes you do that i mean it helps i guess i, I don't know you gotta entertain to get free things i don't i don't know people are just giving out free things without a little flirtation though it depends on what it is you're not getting good free stuff right there's some flirting. suggestion there right some uh suggestion of a possibility that may not exist at all Right. There's nothing. definitely some entertainment happening there. <laughs> nothing in life is free. That's been around a long time now. <laughs> Wait, unless you're signing up for OnlyFans, then you got the game messed up. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Eesh. <laughs> 
Oh man. Wow, Miguel, this put mental theater business out in the streets. Damn, my bro. Yeah. Mm. I no Chloe. Chloe, she gotta stop. She gotta relax. <laughs> gotta relax. I've seen Chloe at work. Out. Right? And this is the thing you gotta understand. Once you go out, what you put on, all of this is intentional. Mm. So it's flirting without flirting, just by how you look. Fucking entertaining. You got dressed to go entertain. How you look, how you presented yourself, how you chose to sit and cross your legs at Delta's, Chloe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Eesh. Flirtations and drinks want to come your way. You know what I mean? It, it's just that simple. It's in the mannerism. It's in the choice of attire. It's there. Or something like this, as we've seen before, right? That's you. I mean, I don't understand what the problem is. She was just relaxing on the couch. Oh, She's right. But you're not going to go in the house if you've seen her laying there like that. You didn't put that deep V-neck shirt on for a men's attention. She did it because it looked nice. Had nothing to do with anybody else. She, right. That girl is demonic, whoever she is. I don't know. I mean, that's her, boy. Mm. What are we talking about? You talking about real shit? Or we talking about Ryan? Ryan. Come on. You know? What are we talking about? Because I ain't got time to be talking about people talk all the time, Kev. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, boy. What else we got, question-wise? Questions, questions. Oh, actually, Miss Ariella, Big Mike had a follow-up question for you, if you don't, if you don't mind. I want to say the answer is no. Not that I can recall. That's to teach, a, I don't, like, I don't know. To, I feel like that would backfire on me. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have. Now I feel like everyone's saying, Chloe, you might need to define regular. <laughs> Minding business, right? Interesting. What about mannerism? Mm. That's a rebuttal to her question or statement. Shit, body language. All of that shit matters. Yes. Thank you, Big Mike. Right. I mean, I think we all know how to play it up, right? When you want something, you know what you have to do. Period. Nothing. Yeah, you got to buy it yourself. What are you talking about? You got to what? You gotta buy it yourself. <laughs> I said free stuff. Free yeah. stuff. Yeah, we we know how to play it up. I've been in situations where a man will be like, "Oh, you go in front because you're pretty. He he'll probably give it to you before he'll give it to me." So you know, um, I've been in that kind of situation. You know, like flirt a little bit so you know maybe we can get a seat faster at the restaurant. Like, really? Okay, I don't think it's gonna work like that, but. And I feel like that goes back to, to Nas's point, because if men do something similar, 
that's automatically put in the entertainment category because women understand how, let's say, powerful that ability is. Yep. So I just think it's a bit of a selective morality there, but that's just me. Selective morality. <laughs> Be honest. What exactly is the question? Did I get free stuff for no reason? Yes. There's a reason. I guess I wouldn't say there was no reason, right? Because if somebody gave me something for free, if it was a man, he probably was like, oh, she's attractive. Oh, she's pretty, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. That skirt was real short. Let me buy her a drink. I, I don't know. I would say that there's always been a reason. Nobody's giving away anything for free, really, unless, you know, it was part of their job, right? I walked in the bank and they gave me a free pen. So, yeah, no. Must be nice though. This is this is going into the uh, naive realm. A little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah, uh, this is called lack of accountability. Is what we're without about. provoking it. So, so I guess we're talking about two different things, Chloe. Right? Like you don't have to provoke anything for you to receive the free items. Like you're, it's just. As a what, like it happens to us as women, right? Like I said, for having a pretty face or wearing a certain outfit is why those kinds of things happen. You didn't specifically do anything, right? You said you were wearing regular clothes, but if you notice before you go out, you don't put that on, like just that knowing that that could happen. That's not part of trapping. That's how I see it. It is. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's done intentionally all of the time. <laughs> if you if you if you haven't if you have intention to just go out with your friends, right? Let's say let's say I was going to happy out with my friends, right? And I went straight from work when we could go straight from work, and we're sitting at the bar. I didn't put on anything provocative, nothing. But some dudes walked in and they're like, "Oh, you ladies are very pretty. Can I buy you a drink?" What did I do to provoke that? Nothing. I didn't go out with that intention. I didn't put on anything revealing. I came straight from work. That's interesting because the whole feminist aspect, right, is to not be asking for it. So I asked the question again. Is this not soliciting certain type of energy personally? Absolutely. It definitely is. Now, whether you, you know, want to take accountability or not, that's a different conversation. But my example was completely different. Right, right, but I'm saying there's there's levels out here, right? So it's a scale, but it's all on the same scale. <laughs> okay. So I guess that's the point Chloe was trying to make, which she said exactly her point. You can go fishing for it; it just happened. You was out minding your business, and somebody was like, "Oh, yeah, you know, do something that just kind of happened." I, I wasn't trying to just, you know, just. Right, and this can happen no. too, right? <laughs> no, no, you don't just happen to have sex with somebody. <laughs> that's that's not what it just happens. You just what, what you mean? You just you, you alluded to it. Uh, no sense thing. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no sense thing. Nah, no, 
No, Stephen. I just came to have drinks with my friends and then I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone hates on free things at all. Oh, we, I don't think that does happen in here. We're just understanding why it was free. We're getting that. Right. So we're in the uh, naivety range that Nas was alluding to here. Interesting. Any other questions, ladies? I feel like we're going to have a lot of follow-up questions for this topic, though. <laughs> None from me. I will do my homework this week, though, and I'll have more questions for y'all next week. Oh, all right. Firing them off. <laughs> By the way, since we are in Leo season and it is a pandemic, unfortunately, Miss Ariella, what are you doing for your birthday? Not a thing. I don't want to do anything this year. Okay. Usually, I'm usually big on, you know, birthdays, even, you know, other people's birthdays. I'm always rooting, you know, do something for your birthday. It's your only day, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always, you know, I always want to do something for mine. But this year, it just doesn't feel like I don't have a feeling. I really don't. I know I say this every year. My friends are probably like, yes, you you do say that. But this year, no, I'm good. I just, you know, only chill out, stay home. That's fair. You can send me a present, though. Maybe I'll put my, my cash app out there if people want to send some donations. What day is your birthday, actually? God. Um, I don't know if I want to share that. Um, I mean, that's fair. That's fair, too. Yeah, maybe maybe when it gets closer. What's y'all budget when dating as single men? It can get pricey if you a man with a lot of women. See, I honestly disagree. It depends how you're dating. Hold on, Cole. Is this the first date you're referring or you're, you're speaking on, or is it in general? First in date? Gen I would think in general. In general. But well, that's why you have to be a certain caliber as a man. You have a different price per per date. Yes. I think that's why it takes a certain caliber of a man to uh, deal with a lot of women or multiple women. I don't want to say a lot, but more than one woman, right? Because like you said, Chloe, it can get pricey. Um, and if you don't have the budget for it, then you definitely don't need to be entertaining, dating, whatever, more than one woman. Being single is very expensive, general statement, right? Just in general. And so I don't think there's a real budget, though. Depend, like, like, like you said, it depends on who you're dealing with. That's fair. And KG, I understand you got to leave. So we're going to say Avida Zane, my bro. Bro, all right. Thank you, everybody. Y'all enjoy the rest of the show. I'll catch y'all on the rebound. Yes, All right, KG. But uh, yeah, it depends how you're dating. Because I feel like men have the delusion that the more money you spend, the more successful the day is going to be. And that's not always the case. In fact, you could argue that the more money you spend, the less likely you are going to get what you want. So for me, it really is irrelevant I, I, I for me I, I don't think there's a, a budget required and it's not that expensive in fact i would say it's less expensive than being in a relationship i feel like being in a relationship is more expensive wow 
when dealing with multiple? Absolutely. Because again, at the end of the day, if all you have to do is send one text message, one line of words, one sentence, and they arrive at your door like Grubhub, but for free. So when you have a significant other, the first point I have to make is you're not paying for everything all the time. That's so fair. That costs in half by a substantial amount. When you're single and you're in the, the game, you're going through the cycle, you're coming out of the pocket every time almost. That's part of the game. So with that said, right, even if that's not your significant other or your lady, do you you feel like you have to pay every time you don't feel like there should be times where she can pay or you guys can go Dutch or whatever? If you do, if you take that approach, it's just not as, it doesn't come off as you want it to come off. You won't score, if you will, as often as you would like to with that approach. So that's why I think being single is so expensive because it's kind of just like uh, mandated for you to take control, to be in lead. You set this data, you covering it. And by covering it, that that's what then leads to X, Y, and Z. Interesting. Right. But if I don't cover it, now you can say, ah, not tonight. You know what I mean? So this is kind of why I think being single, for me anyway, that shit is crazy expensive. Yeah. That's fair. I guess it depends what you're doing on those dates. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I would agree with that as a woman. For men, it might be more expensive because the man may be trying to woo her more. So yeah. he's like, no, 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 I got it. You know, put your card away or whatever. Even though she's okay with paying for herself or occasionally you know paying for a couple of dates especially if it like for me if it was my idea yeah i'm gonna come out of pocket yeah care to elaborate mr glass let's go steve but uh i guess i i guess i mean for me i don't have an issue sharing the bills even if we are just dating like when i say the bills are you know the check for dinner, or if we go, I don't know, whatever event, I don't have an issue with doing that. I don't think it should just be on the guy to pay all the time. Yeah, but we're just talking in general. What's the majority? You know what I mean? I, I yeah. Think the majority of women would think, you know, would take the the, the lesser uh, route there and, and just take advantage of what's expected of that single guy, you know, when you're on, on in the game, is that that expectation is there for some reason for you to take care of it? It's true, and I love yeah. it was those once in the blue moons. I got it right. That was very rare. And then you know you take that woman who said that and you put her over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? As soon as you made that statement or you covered that date, you've already separated yourself from the rest of the pack. You know, but in generally speaking, that's not necessarily the case. Interesting. I guess I took a more logical approach since I would say in the majority of my life, it's been for a very minimal amount. And those usually had the higher success rates. 
So I look at it in terms of perhaps like stocks, right? In terms of a ROI, if your ROI is going to be higher, the lower money you spent, then it makes more sense logically to to continue that process that's working for you because it's going to be subjective. Yeah. Agree with Big Mike. Oh, I'm sorry, that was Clo. My bad. I saw Mike and I thought it was Big Mike. Again, I guess it also depends who you're you're dating with because a lot of women, and again, especially if it's behind closed doors, they don't really require dates in order to seal the deal. I, I keep I feel like we, we keep forgetting that we're in the in the hookup age, hookup culture. That's it's it's a lot easier than than that. So, yeah, if you're just gonna hook up, then right. you probably don't need to spend much money at all you know if any money at all maybe buy a bottle of wine bring it over or whatever alcohol you guys choose to indulge in if you're gonna drink right but i think this is talking about in terms of dating i think her question was about dating if you're gonna date multiple women you definitely should have a budget in my opinion because you will go broke i agree agree with chloe like i don't have the exact figure because I think that the exact number varies depending upon where that individual is. But I do believe there is a budget set, right? Um, to determine what we're gonna do, how we're gonna do. There is a budget involved. Um, it, there should be anyway. Maybe like per date, but like if I would think that if a man is dating multiple women, he's not gonna say, all right, I'm gonna allot $10,000, whatever it is, to these three women. And if once I'm done spending this money, like we're not going on any more dates or whatever the case may be, but like right. per date. But I think most people probably do that, right? Per date, you know, yeah. how much money you make, how much you got in your bank account or whatever. You're not going to spend $1,000 on one date with one person when you know you're dating other people and you have, you know, you got to go out next Saturday, whatever the case may be. And that's fair. And I, I, to Naz's point, I think it also has to do with lifestyle as well. So yeah. if you're a person who's constantly going out, to me, that's already within the budget. Right. So you're not really going out of pocket if you're meeting lovely ladies at these events. Right. So you, it, your lifestyle is essentially providing you the traffic. Yeah, it's the main. So you're not you're not really going out of really out of pocket for me personally. Yeah. Okay. You're going to spend nine or 10. Yeah, you will. That's true, you will. But this is when women like to take all this credit. <laughs> that I don't like. Because a lot of the times it's me. If I go on a date, it has I have to be comfortable as well. And if a four-star or five-star restaurant is what makes me comfortable, it has nothing to do with her. That just so happens to be the level we're at because you're dealing with me. I'm not doing it for you though, right? And, and I think a lot of times women get that part misconstrued where they think as though they're doing it solely for them. Mm. I don't always think that's the case, mm-hmm. okay? Sometimes the guy is only comfortable at a certain level. His lifestyle consists of a certain type of experiences. And you knew that. That's why you wanted to go out on a date with him. 
absolutely. I agree with Big Mike and Nasir as well, because not every chick deserves whining and dining, as we know. And as Steven's saying, different strokes for different folks. There could be things like catching a vibe, smoking joints with the queen, listening to a, a chick's tape, mixtape, whatever, some R&B vibes, you know, on the Met beach. Her. Met her a week ago. Right. It could be a very impromptu date. You can hit her up. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, right. I'm in your area. Let's do X, Y, and Z. That, that's simple. And it could be Starbucks. It could be whatever. Very true. Agreed. And the simplicity in that could be all that she needs and may be looking for, right? She don't always need to be wined and dined. You know, take me to the pier at night, you know, when nobody's there. Let's just listen to the waves. You know, let's sit in the car and ride around, listen to some music, you know, just talk. Vibe, like Stephen said, vibe with each other. And here's what's happening a lot of the time, and, and it's to Chloe's point as well, somewhat. Women are taking advantage of that mindset. Right. The average mindset, right? Average mindset. And because depending on what you spend determines how this night will end. You know what I'm saying? And that mindset is to stay away from that. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a woman, don't take that approach or disguise it as much as possible. Right, right. If I'm a woman in a game right now, I'm not making that clear as day because once a guy senses that, it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. It's over. So your job is to disguise that as much as possible. Absolutely. More more money spent doesn't equate to a better date. No. Absolutely. And not really skating around it at all because when I hear things like that, I'm thinking about Cardi B and Meg lyrics. And other female rappers and Nikki, like you're essentially talking about, you know, stripper music and, oh, you got to spend X, Y and Z to play, pay to play. I mean, if that's what you that's what you like. There is plenty of dudes willing to pay for it, even if they're not getting done right on OnlyFans. So that OnlyFans literally literally illustrates that concept digitally. And it doesn't equate to anything. To quote I don't want to be skating around since you made the comment we're skating. On average, I do think, yes, you're clearing $130. On, 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 if it's a date date. So he should go in expecting to spend $130 in, in today's world. Interesting. And to this follow-up question... What's the budget they set aside? Zilch. Zero. Yes. Again, he got to be making a certain kind of money if he wants to date multiple women and and wine and dine each one of them. She's, she's, She's correct. All of the single men that I know that are actively playing right now, there's money put aside to indulge for their habits. Interesting. Okay. And, and that number put aside to finance their lifestyle, to finance their habit. Yeah, it's like four minimum a week. Well, I mean, they're single, right? So if they were married or in a relationship that money would be going towards something else like maybe splitting bills that they have together or so 
I guess it's not necessarily setting money aside for dating multiple women. It's just setting money aside for your lifestyle and things that you like to do. If you meet a nice lady and you want to take her along with you, cool. I have the extra money to do that. But to specifically say, now I don't know, you know, your friends, but to specifically say like, okay, I'm setting aside $500 a week to go out and date. I don't know if people actually do that. Oh, they, they definitely do. They even have stat sheets for it, like Excel spreadsheets. The is to trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, that's the that's the exact term. So my tricking money. <laughs> exactly. That's it, fair. It has a real number attached to it, and I most it starts at four. If you're mm. actively on the game. Interesting. Yeah. It's definitely zero for me. And all things Charlotte has asked, do you guys think that the type of drink you offer a woman on the first night sets the tone for the rest of the evening? Charlotte, of course. There's a massive difference between Chardonnay and tequila, right? Or Henny. Or Henny. That's a different category right there. Oh, man. Yes, Charlotte. You know where it's going based upon... Yes. Yeah, so if you're getting that yak, <laughs> ah, okay. Yes. Yeah. Correct. That's what I thought. Correct. Interesting. And 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 to that, that's what tricking it is. Just the lifestyle. Um, to cover all bases, here's the money I've allotted to cover all bases for this lifestyle. I personally um, wouldn't go and do anything with somebody that I couldn't pay for myself, right? So, like, I wouldn't be on the dating scene dating somebody who's taking me to, uh, let's say, five-star restaurants and I couldn't afford to pay for my own plate at a five-star restaurant. Like, that's not what I would be looking for. And that's definitely not the person for me. That's good. And, and but fortunately, you know, that's mm-hmm. not what's happening out here. It's not the average. <laughs> Certainly not. That's not what's happening. That's right. Smoked <laughs> weed with a bad beat, you heard? <laughs> oh, man. But all right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. Miss Ariella Nasir, thank you for gracing us with your wisdom and presence. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great night. Absolutely. Absolutely. a pleasure, my friend. Absolutely. And we'll all reconvene soon. Thank you. And everyone in the comments, thank you for participating. Wonderful questions. Amazing conversation once again. And thank you, KG, as well. Bye. Adios. Sure, they got me brainless. AI, 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 AI. And I don't understand it. AI, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. already eavesdrop if you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit it's like why not why not put it into a podcast he makes podcasts he's here outside of the city pick his brain i'ma just be here and you two were just going at it back and forth